1: In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls' and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another spellbinding edition of the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed, as we do every Saturday morning, a new episode from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM. Of course, Matt Connerton Unleashed can be heard live weekdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. But on Saturday mornings... From 9 to 11, we give you a little best of some of our favorite clips from the last week, and perhaps even uh, might throw in something from the week before or even going way, way back to early in the show. You just never know what we're going to give you, but you can be sure it's prime quality stuff. Is that even a phrase? Prime quality, I guess. Anyway, I think I saw that on some meat once at the supermarket. Let's open it up this week with, uh, a little morsel of, uh, well, some smooth jazz. You might recall back on April 1st, April Fool's Day was the debut and immediate cancellation of Matt Connerton's smooth jazz experience. But we were paid a visit recently by Easy G. Eric Gagnon, and he kind of led us into, uh, Revisiting the old smooth jazz, at least for a few minutes. Here it is. Do you believe in an antichrist?
2: Uh, well, It could be the president right
1: now. <gasps> that's a very controversial thing to say, EZG. And that's yeah. what we like on this show. It I'm glad. Be. It yes. could be. I mean, I'm not saying, that's EZG saying that. Send your hate mail to EZG. It
2: could be the antichrist.
1: Wow. So you're saying, so you believe that our president, Donald John Trump, is the antichrist. He you're on be.
2: record saying that. It could be. Could be. I have no proof.
1: Right. You can't prove it.
2: Yeah, acts like it sometimes.
1: <laughs> I believe EZG... Now, now, I'm going to, even though I'm not a big Trump guy, I'm going to refute what you're saying. I'm going to give you a counter-argument. I'm going to give you a very sophisticated counter-argument. You ready? Yep. I think the uh, Antichrist would have better hair. Well,
2: yeah, you might be right about that.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that, EZG. I imagine the Antichrist to be kind of a smooth character.
2: Yeah, like smooth jazz.
1: No. Well, maybe. Yeah, actually, huh. the Antichrist probably would like smooth jazz. Do you like the smooth jazz, EZG? Yeah, sometimes. There's yeah. Gonna some,
2: there's going to be some jazz over the uh, bookery tomorrow.
1: There's going to be jazz at the bookery? Yep. What? Uh, who's who's playing? It's uh,
2: so a collective soul, I guess. or some kind of
1: Collective song. soul? They're doing uh, jazz now? There's some kind of jazz at the bookery at 6.30. No, Jazz, Remember that song, Collective Soul? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like the, in honor of EZG, EZG requesting some smooth jazz. Yeah, and by the time I walked up here, we were doing smooth jazz. Yeah, you like the smooth jazz, don't you, EZG? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Listen to that bass. I can play, I'm a bass player, I can play like that. Listen to that, that's smooth. Was that a flute in the background? That's, some, that's a pretty jazzy sound in flute. It's the return of the smooth jazz. Look at you, you're getting into it. <laughs> Getting into the smooth jazz. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. My mother likes the smooth jazz. Oh I yeah, I can dig it. Kenny G, there. This is groovy. You got it. One admit. of our favorites. Oh yeah, Kenny, you like the Kenny G? My mother does. Yeah. Speaking of great hair, I mean Kenny G. That's the kind of hair the Antichrist would have. Maybe Kenny G is the Antichrist. Uh, probably not. Yeah, probably not. The Antichrist would probably not be a smooth jazz musician. Probably be more like satanic death metal, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Oh, boy. Singing songs about cutting the heads off goats and then drinking the blood. Oh, boy. And then shoving the goat carcass out a window and onto the street. Ugh. Well, that's what they do. There you go. There's some smooth jazz. That was nice. That was groovy. Did I, uh... Oh, you're... A... <laughs> you're far away from your mic and you're covering your mouth when you talk. all right, well... <laughs> <laughs> the microphone's right here. You can't hear me? I can now. Hey, we all need a little smooth jazz once in a while, right? Well, maybe not so much. But uh, so much fun being visited by the great EZG, Eric Gagnon, who is the entertainment reporter on The Morning Show with Peter White and from what I understand is now... Doing the entertainment report exclusively on the morning show because I'm just not as much fun. Uh, but that's fine. I don't take that personally. But we did have a, a great time with EZG. So we're going to actually share another clip from the same show. This is EZG and I discussing a few different issues that somehow end up becoming intertwined some way. Uh, let's see. We had, uh, you know, we talked about uh, the NFL and dancing with the stars and murder oh yes uh murder uh so uh here it is here's the next clip uh it's a little hard to describe i gave it a shot but you'll have to just hear it for yourself here we go Testing thing one two three you were kind of it's at an odd angle though it's like uh it's almost like you're like you're trying to uh speak with your pecs which i can understand why you would being the uh, the bit. physical specimen that you are there you, go. you know that's probably better let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. That better now. That is much better. Do you like the Olivia Newton-John? No, I can't see your face. What do you prefer, Olivia Newton-John or smooth jazz? Uh, I like them both. Me can, too. Uh, Greece, there. Greece is the word. Is the word that you heard? It's got groove. It's got meaning.
2: Yeah, uh, it's weird. I got The microphone up now. I can't see your face.
1: Right. Does that bother you, EZG? I guess not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know I'm a stunningly <laughs> handsome man. I also have the body of an Adonis, uh, clearly, but, uh, you know, but I try to, uh, the thing is, EZG, when you're here, I try to dial down my own sexiness a little bit because you, you can't have too much sexy in one room at the same time. Do you not agree? Is that what Jenny tells you? That's what uh, the listeners tell me. (laughs) I get a lot of Facebook messages immediately after the show, EZG. And one of the things I I consistently hear from listeners is, uh, Matt, sometimes your show is almost too sexy. (laughs) Too sexy for
2: your short. Remember that guy?
1: Yes, I do remember that guy. Right said Fred.
2: Oh, boy. He was a one-hit wonder.
1: Actually, yes. Who would have guessed?
2: Yeah, it was pretty dumb song. Too sexy for my shirt.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he was a sexy beast. And I'm secure enough in my masculinity to say it, as I'm sure you are as well, EZG. Yeah. As you wear that very phallic-looking shirt. Now, what's that pin? You're also wearing a pin. Yeah, the Patriots, but i almost embarrassed to wear it now. now wh- oh, now why is that, EZG? Let's do a little sports talk. I don't know, because the, uh
2: the Antonio Brown situation. But I, I'm still wearing it, I guess. So.
1: Now, I actually know a little bit about this, because as you know, I am not a sports guy. Right. However, I have been learning, and I have been learning because—and I won't say on what station because it's on a rival station—but late at night, I have been listening to Scott Farrell and his program, Farrell on the Bench. And the reason that I listen is because I love Scott Farrell's voice the and raspy his raspy
2: voice and his yeah.
1: yes, and, and his whole personality, his whole vibe. I could listen to him talk about anything; it doesn't hey, have to be sports.
2: He hates the Patriots.
1: Why now? So tell me, why does he hate the Patriots? Because I—I don't know. Mm. I was listening to it last night. Yeah, I heard a little bit of last night's show. He was talking yeah, about he called uh, yeah. with pages uh, pick,
2: picked up over the years. Now a murderer and now I'm a rapist. Hmm. And the guy's not even uh, alleged. Alleged. Right, but he just said rapist. He didn't say alleged or anything.
1: Well, it's Scott Farrell. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's got a little bit of shock jock in him. Yeah, but
2: don't you think that it can be a little uh, Give himself a little bit of trouble calling somebody a rapist when they're not. Uh, uh, there's supposed to be an alleged rapist, supposed to be innocent until proven guilty here in America. Sometimes it's innocent, guilty until proven innocent here.
1: Sometimes in America. Did you just say guilty until proven innocent? Sometimes it's like that in America. Oh, yes. Well, people are. Uh, watch his mouth. People are convicted in the media. Yeah. Uh, before they're ever convicted. That guy better in a pay attention because
2: you never know who's listening. Right. His lawyer might be listening to that. That's true. It's came up of this slander suit.
1: Yes, a slander suit. I don't think that uh, I don't think that anyone will uh, sue Scott Farrell, but uh, but I certainly hope not because I, I've become a fan. You never know. Um, now the the murderer you refer to was uh, what was Hernandez. Hernan- Hernandez. Her- what was his first name? Aaron. Aaron. Yes, Aaron Hernandez. But he was a bad dude in Florida when he was playing for them. So and he killed himself in prison, right? He did. And didn't but, they uh, so open up his brain and uh, he had some CTE going on? Oh, yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. Yeah. Very common. I think he. I think he allegedly
2: killed three people. I know he, uh, he got convicted for one, but I think he has something to do with his other two people. Oh my goodness! Wow, it's like, it's like that crazy dude on uh, Dancing with the Stars. There, uh, the guy from the Ravens. There, um, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now. He's a Hall of Famer, and uh, just before the Super Bowl, uh, two of his buddies got got killed in uh, a limo, and they never really found out who did it, but the. Uh, and now he's a big celebrity. And he's on Dancing with the Stars on, uh, on on Monday. I'll tell you how 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 low, how low that show has sunk.
1: Oh, are you talking about uh, Sean Spicer? Uh, he was the uh, no, he didn't uh, killed anybody from the uh, Trump administration because he's on Dancing with the Stars now. He's the guy from the Ravens. He's oh, the okay. Ravens. Okay, so Sean Spicer hasn't killed anyone. No. Oh, okay.
2: Well, it's, yeah, he hasn't been convicted of killing anyone, but I think he knew who killed him, and he kept his mouth shut.
1: But didn't Sean Spicer attempt at one point to murder Jim Acosta from CNN, or did I imagine that? I think you imagined that. I thought he had poisoned him. No.
2: But mm. I, I I can't believe they allowed this this uh, alleged murderer to be on Dancing with the Stars. I think mm. it's a joke. Can't think of his name right now, but
1: I heard he's a great dancer. I heard he's on there killing it. <laughs> I get it. you see, you see it what a, I did there? His
2: family he's, was he's on. A, he's you know, on
1: there killing it. <laughs>
2: article, yeah, in the USA paper a while back, and when he was in the Hall of Fame, they were. They were so they were so mad Mm. because their family members are gone and they blame him.
1: Oh, well, I shouldn't. I won't joke about that. That's very sad. It is sad. But but he was not. uh, But what happened though? I'm confused. So he was. Well, I think he uh, knew who
2: who was murdered, but he kept his mouth shut. uh Some other people went to jail, and he's just walking around.
1: Oh, that's not not right.
2: He's a big celebrity.
1: Well. And who's, what's his name again?
2: can't think of his name, but he's played for the Ravens, the Hall of Famer, he went to the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. and uh, Now he's on Dancing with the Stars on Monday.
1: I got to look this up. I want to know more about this. I want to know why a murderer. He's on my S list. He's on your S list. You have an S list. Yes, yes he's, he's the only one on it at the moment. So the ba- he played for the Baltimore Ravens? Right, he's on Dancing with the Stars on, Baltimore the, uh, on Monday on ABC. Monday is on ABC. Do you watch that? No, right now
2: my TV is dead, so. What happened to your TV? Well, they rescanned the channels in the government there on August third to a new frequency, and the like. Uh, the on-air television there for free stuff. Yeah, and, it, and it somehow it kicked off all my four channels. Oh no! Yep, the TV is really old anyway, so it's like twenty-five years old.
1: Twenty-five years old—that is an One of those old. Two-inch television. Te- oh my goodness, that's an old television. Did you say two-inch? Yep.
2: all two inches.
1: Yeah, it, it, only two inches. That is. Uh
2: and I broke it a couple different times. My father was well, sorry, the king of all parts he was able to uh fix it.
1: But this time he can't fix it because it's all government stuff now. Yeah. Two inches. Are you Irish? Yep. Uh so uh me too. Uh Baltimore Ravens wide receiver Jacoby Jones.
2: No, that's not him. That's not him? No. Nope.
1: Because he's on Dancing with the Stars. Uh you sure that's not him? No. Nope.
2: Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis, that's the guy. Oh. He was mixed up in a murder investigation, 2001. Right oh, before, oh, really? Yeah, uh, right around 2000, I think it was there, 2000 or 2001. All and right. I think he knew who did it, but he kept his mouth shut, and then somebody else went to jail.
1: All right, so now I'm Googling Ray Lewis murderer. Let's see, because we're actually going to – I don't know if I mentioned this, EZG. We actually have Ray Lewis uh, booked to be a guest. Oh, no. I'm going to ask him if he's a murderer. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Lewis uh, pleaded guilty to obstruction of justice in connection with the stabbing deaths of two men in 2000. Oh, yeah. yeah. The following season, he won the NFL Defensive Player of of the Year and led the Ravens' record-setting Defense to victory oh, yeah. in Super Bowl XXXV. I don't know what Super Bowl that actually is. I'm not much of a Roman numerals guy. Do you know your Roman numerals? Easy. He's just a bad guy. Do you know what XXXV is?
2: I don't know. It doesn't matter what Super Bowl it was, but it was years ago. He's just a bad guy. He's a bad guy. You knew. I think he knew who did it. Not a fan of Ray Lewis. No, you know he's on Dancing with the Stars. It's a
1: joke. Well, you know.
2: Used to have great stars on there. I don't know if you heard that the, um, yeah, that show used to have a stars on there, you know. But now they're all have already been on the show. The show shouldn't have been canceled. It hadn't been on for a year, and I thought it would just just
1: go away. So you're not a fan of Dancing with the Stars, is be. what you're saying? You used to be in the golden, stars. yeah, right, in the golden era of Dancing with the Stars. You were a big fan. I was. But now you're now well, you had
2: on they had on the the uh, mother from um,
1: from um, Brady Bunch. Oh, she's dead. Florence Henderson, yeah. Florence Henderson, yeah. yeah. Did she bring her Wesson cooking oil? No. Well, wow. She was really good. Let's imagine her dancing around with a couple bottles of it. That'd be kind yeah, of... Yeah, but now
2: they, got kill- now they got alleged killers on that show. It's awful. Now
1: they got oh. a bunch of killers. Oh. Wait, so there's... one. Oh, I thought you said a bunch. Ray Lewis. You know, they- Ray Lewis, yeah. I'm sure the family that, that,
2: that they got involved in that murder there, I'm sure they're not happy. <laughs> I'm sure they won't be watching... Uh- this
1: Monday, I would imagine not.
2: Wow, they had a big article in the USA paper about that, and when they went to the Hall of Fame a couple years ago, and they were really upset. Well, uh, there's obviously an, they weren't there.
1: There's an article from 2013 online, USA Today: Slain's Not Forgotten, Ray Lewis Not Forgiven. Yep. Hmm. I think you know who's,
2: who, who, uh, who. Well, obviously he got struck in trouble for uh, stopping the justice, but he, he, this really didn't help
1: hurt his career. Went on went a couple Super Bowls. Bill Murphy appreciated my reference to the Golden Era. Yes. Back when Dancing with the Stars. Remember the Golden Era when Dancing with the Stars? It was more about the dancing and, and less about the murder. Right. And I know the guy running it uh, used to be on, Is um, a New Englander there.
2: The, uh, the guy's been on since day one there. Um.
1: Oh, Tom Bergeron?
2: Yeah, he didn't want any uh, politics in the show and he was really mad. I think this is going to be his last time on there.
1: Oh, okay. He's went over his head. Now he hasn't murdered anyone, has no, he? but that he didn't we, that we want that about. guy
2: from the, the uh,
1: politicians there. He didn't want him. on. He didn't want Sean Spicer on there. Right. I think this is going to be his last time. Do you think there's any risk that Sean Spicer might talk, or rather, that Tom Bergeron might talk Ray Lewis into murdering Sean Spicer? I that's hope not. that's what I would be concerned about. I hope not. That would be. Can you imagine, though, what that would do for the rating? Dancing with the Stars would be the most highly yeah. rated show in the history of television if that happened. If they could arrange that live on the air. I think this is going to be his last time on the show. Like Bergeron, he pulls Ray Lewis aside, and he's yeah, like, hey, the, can, you, can you shank Sean hopefully Spicer? Hopefully the ratings
2: are in the sewer, and that will be the end of the show. And it was funny when the moose used to sit here, and they used to argue about the Dancing with the Stars when the show first started, Peter uh, White, the moose. Yeah, yes. And the Moose said, I never watched that show, but he used to know what the addresses were, and he used to know the judges' names and who was on the show. I never watched it, though. I just just happened to see the highlights. I mean, that would be... And then Peter would say, you do watch the show. And Moose would say, no, I don't watch the show. But he he knew all the judges' names who was on the show and the jolly dresses.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But you don't think that would be a a great, uh, like, a season finale? Like... uh, Bergeron gets uh, Ray Lewis to just, uh, while, he's in, while Sean Spicer's in the middle of a dance routine and Ray Lewis just kind of shanks him. No, but you don't see O.J. Simpson on that show. His, his uh, status is... O.J. is going to be on next season, I believe. <laughs> no.
2: But remember what he said, though, in that book. I'm going to spend all my times looking for the real murderers. <gasps> oh, my God. You know what I just realized? And Like my friend says, he's looking in the mirror.
1: You know what I just realized? What if the real murderer is Ray Lewis? Like so. <laughs> and O.J., ooh, this would be ratings gold. O.J. shows up on Dancing with the Stars and accuses Ray Lewis. And then Tom Bergeron says, no, it's not Ray Lewis. I know who it is. It's Sean Spicer. Yeah, That would be a ratings bonanza. O.J. Jay. was
2: so dumb, though. I went, need
1: to be working in network
2: television. He went to jail for stealing his own, his own uh, memorabilia. With a gun.
1: Yes. he had never done that, he wouldn't have gone to jail. I think if he had left out the gun, he probably would have been okay. Yeah. But thank, hopefully, thankfully, we don't hear about him no more. So. OJ? It's, well, we're, we're, we're hearing about him today. We're talking about him. Yeah,
2: true. Was like he's that, clearly
1: still relevant. It's
2: like that guy used to sit here. Joel, he's always talking about Pamela Smart. He thought she should get out of jail free card. But no governor that wants to keep his job is ever going to sign get out of jail free card for Pamela Smart. Sorry. That's
1: true. I mean, really, uh, yeah. Joel used to talk about, uh, he liked talking about all kinds of stuff. The only thing he didn't like talking about was traffic. True. Yeah, yeah. That traffic is good. That's it. Yeah, if, he, if you asked him to talk about traffic. They replayed he'd, uh, that old show the other day. He'd throw his uh, headphones and storm out. What? They replayed that
2: show the other day when he stormed off. Replayed it? Yeah, on the, on the uh, one of the replays there when it was on vacation. Um, on the
1: um oh i didn't realize peter had, had replayed that one yeah that's he did funny.
2: that's funny on the on uh, labor day i think he played replayed it
1: well that was great radio. i think
2: ca- i didn't catch the uh only caught the part where he, he had left the room and then um don'ty tibbers was here
1: bill murphy says da, 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 referring to my very exciting story arc that i came up with but for dancing funny. with the stars but it's
2: funny though with the uh you have to admit it's brilliant with the uh Pamela Smart. I think she might have got out of jail free card if she would show some uh, tell anybody that will listen. I'm sorry for what I did. Show so some some compa- compassion for her,
1: what if, for her husband that passed. Do you think it's possible that Pamela Smart actually seduced uh, Ray Lewis into uh, uh, killing uh, No Nicole Brown? No. Okay. I just, I don't know. You got my wheels turning, EZG. I'm starting to wonder about a, a lot of this. There might be some connections here that, uh, that we've been missing.
2: I think my, my ex-wife knew, knew Pam was smart a little bit. Really? I think so. She told me that once.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you
2: because know, she lives in Concord. And that's where my ex-wife was her whole life.
1: Really? Yeah. Concord girl, huh?
2: Well, yeah.
1: those Concord girls, pretty dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, Pam's smart, oh, your boy. ex-wife.
2: She's in New York. She's in New York a prison. Now. She used to be in Goffstown.
1: Oh, she's in a New York prison? Yep. Hmm. why they transfer her there, do you know? Uh, I think it was just to get her out of town. Get her out of town, yeah. Get out of town. So was your ex-wife like good friends with her? Would they hang out and talk, no, about, talk just, about murdering people? No, an
2: acquaintance. Just your
1: ex-wife's not a murderer. No. Okay, that no. you know of. No, that's what I don't know. <laughs> no. right. I hope not. I mean, there is that time she tried to kill you, and that's why you divorced her, right? Uh no. <laughs> okay. All right. I I get these things mixed up. Oh boy. Wow. The topics
2: we, we discuss. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I said the topics we're discussing today. Well, you know, I mean table. we're
1: it it we're going deep. It's a deep dive, you know. People want to know. It's like uh the truth is so much more interesting than, than what the media presents. You know, the media likes to present this very sanitized. Uh, whitewashed uh, version of things, EZG, when in reality, we got all these people out there doing all these murders.
2: Well, I guess if they can have Ray Lewis on the show, I guess OJ will probably be next.
1: Right. Well, I'd like to get them both on together because <laughs> oh, I do boy. think there's a connection. Hey, they're both football players, EZG. Yeah, they always have a football player on. They had Emmitt Smith on one year, and he won. So. Emmett Smith? Now, who did he kill?
2: Nobody, as far as I know.
1: Oh, he hasn't killed anyone that no, you know of. To be
2: a great football player for the Cowboys. Right. When their former coach of the Cowboys used to stand on the table and goes,
1: How about those cowboys? Yes. Well that that sounds like the actions of a murderer. Back when they were really a great team. Sure. Uh Rocky Huber says, You know, Dancing with the Stars was Easy best entertainment report ever. <gasps> Did you just without even realizing it do an entertainment report just now, Easy
2: No, it was making fun of the show. Oh, so. okay. Right. He's gonna make fun of it now. It's
1: it sucks. Right. Now that the golden era of the show has passed, would you call this the silver era? I call this the dumpster era. The dumpster era. Well. that's when I heard that
2: name, I, the words, I couldn't believe it.
1: Mm. I, w- I would be very careful. You don't want Tom Bergeron to come here and kill you. Yeah, and
2: a former guy from the, uh, the, uh,
1: from the White House, too. I said, oh, great. Right, right. He's not a celebrity. Sean Spicer? Well, he was he's barely on there. Oh, barely on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, he was barely on the uh on the White House staff. Hey, now Sean Spicer though became a household name when he opened when his very first interactions with the media, his very first press briefing, when Sean Spicer came out, came out to the podium, uh, the po- podium, the podium, <laughs> and uh, phonics, Matt, and very, very firmly said his first proclamation as press secretary that Donald Trump's inauguration was the most watched inauguration in history, period. Just came out guns blazing, just all angry. Really? Why was he so angry? I think it was like a, a sort of pre-anger. Like he wanted to... Um, that was he, a lie, too. He wanted to establish himself as being like the angry press secretary right off the bat. He's that like, was a lie. He's like, these SOBs are going to try to say that uh, that attendance was low. So I'm going to come out and say it was the most watched before they even ask a question. It was the most watched, period. <laughs> i Sean Spicer. I, don't remember, yeah. that. I
2: don't remember that. Yeah.
1: He was angry.
2: Yeah, he was, it was a lie anyway. Was-
1: so I've been fascinated by Paula White for a while, not the least of which uh, in terms of reasons she's married to Jonathan Cain of Journey. But Paula White is one of these uh televangelist type uh, preachers and of course she's uh part of the Trump administration's f- I, there's like a whole bunch of these people. You know, they put their hands on Trump and he's born again and all that, all that fun stuff. Anyway, Paula White's one of those, but she preaches, you know, the prosperity gospel and abundance and all that. And she recently, I didn't know this about Paula White. Apparently, she can speak in tongues. Who knew? Kind of inspired me to give it a try. Anyway, here's the clip. Uh, We should do something kind of fun from my favorite website and hopefully yours, rightwingwatch.org. There's this um, individual named Paula White, and uh, you might be uh, familiar with her. We have talked about her on the show before. She is one of Trump's many religious advisors. Trump does have several. He's a very godly man, very Godly president. And the interesting thing about Paula White is she is also married to a Mr. Jonathan Kane. And if you're not familiar with who Jonathan Kane is, uh, he is the uh, keyboardist and not an original member, but close uh, in the band Journey. In fact, that is why, for the first, I don't know, for the first year of doing a segment. Uh, almost daily on the show, that involves articles from RightWingWatch.org. I would refer to the segment as Journey into Madness, uh, a reference to Jonathan Kane and his being married uh, to uh, Paula White. And Paula White, of course, is one of these prosperity gospel preachers who uh, will tell you that, uh, just ignore the thing in the Bible where it says it is easier. What is it? It is easier for... a. Uh, a uh, camel to pass through the eye of a needle, then a rich man to enter uh, heaven. Don't worry about that little uh, detail there because God wants you to have abundance. God wants you to be rich. Uh, that's why we have to have uh, tax cuts for the super wealthy. It's what God wants. It's God's will. So uh, that is who uh, Jonathan Kane is married to. And of course, she is one of the faith advisors uh, for the president. So according to Right Wing Watch... Trump faith advisor Paula White dedicates White House as holy ground sanctified by the superior blood of Jesus. Very, very exciting. I, I had no idea that uh, I had no idea that this had happened. Um, let's uh, let's hear from Paula White as she makes this proclamation. I'm sure this will be fascinating.
3: Merely responsible to raise and educate their children. Don't even make me get started. Deuteronomy 6 and 7. Proverbs 4, 1. Ephesians 5, 1, 6 through 4. Listen, it doesn't take a whole lot of... It doesn't take any spirit of discernment or knowledge or wisdom to see that we have runaway generations. Opoid epidemic, suicide epidemic. Did she say opoid? By the way,
1: I wonder if she, uh, you know, how she feels. I mean, obviously, she's uh, uh, very uh, deeply religious. And, you know, all these uh, prosperity gospel preachers. I'm sure they, uh, love God even more than, uh, the poor people. But, uh, DJ Midas in the Facebook live chat says, Holy moly, DJ Midas host of late night to late every Saturday and Sunday night, beginning at 12 midnight. I wonder how Paula, I wonder what her favorite journey song is because I'm sure she watches her husband perform. I bet she's a big fan of that love and touch and squeezing. I I bet she, I, I bet that's probably her favorite
3: uh sexual identity epidemic where do you want me to start it's all over the place and the problem is not the world we can blame it on the liberal educational system that infiltrated the ivy leagues and go down listen the bills that we fight are insane right now we're fighting bills in california in third grade and fifth grade that they put certain things on certain vegetables and teach them how to insert them in certain parts of the anatomy oh
1: my goodness and our public isn't that what uh Love and Touch and squeezing by Journey is all about? I may have misunderstood the lyrics. I apologize. Oh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Any Way You Want It. Great song, by the way. Oh, maybe I'll end with that today. That is one of my all-time favorite top ten songs ever.
3: Any way you want it, it's a vegetable you put it in it. Never mind. Schools, while you sitting here saying Jehovah Jireh, my provider, your kids are learning everything about secularism and humanism because you don't even know the stuff that they're on. You don't even realize that Snapchat was created as the largest human trafficking because the greatest people on there were human traffickers because the FBI and because intelligence could not do it because it's live and it's real time and they can track your kid in less than a second and take them. Oh, I'm just trying to help the church be the church.
1: Oh, Paula, you don't have to yell. My goodness.
3: Because the devil's doing a darn good job. And so you sit back and go, oh, yeah, but she crazy. She up there, support, she up there in the White House praying. You better believe I'm praying. You better believe I'm up there saying in the name of Jesus. You better believe that I'm walking around those parameters saying I lift this up and I dedicate every ounce of this
1: place. Where, where is that keyboard coming from? I don't see anybody, but all of a sudden.
0: It's humid, sweaty and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com.
1: I'm hearing some piano or something. Is Jonathan Kane of Journey there performing live? This is amazing. Maybe Paul is going to sing. Oh, I bet they're going to do a
3: live rendition of Faithfully as holy ground and i dedicate dedicated by the superior blood of jesus and every door that god opens for me i invoke the name of jesus i release angels right now in the holy spirit and walls of fire i burn up every demonic altar in the name of jesus and i call it to crumble and any assignment by any principality power darkness and wickedness against this nation i think she's actually
1: rapping right now and, and part of why i say that is you know you guys listening you can't see the video but she's kind of uh, the the hand motions and everything. I think she's uh, I think she's
3: trying to be an MC against other nations is coming down in the name of Jesus. Let it all fall down. Let it crumble by the fire of God. Let it be burned right now. I erect the altar of God right now. I renounce every demonic spirit. I renounce every covenant made with Satan. Ooh!
1: Wow! Take because a breath. if you
3: don't stand in a school system on a playground in a house and you don't denounce and renounce the works of satan and raise up an altar for god and raise up the holiness come on half of us are afraid to even let somebody know that we serve god if you don't boldly stand up and proclaim who he is the death she has been watching hip-hop
1: videos like she's not actually rapping but i'm just i'm watching the video of her talking and she's got some of the mannerisms i, I mean she does Oh, hello to uh, Mike Pelopita in the Facebook live chat who says, hi, Matt. Uh, hello, Mike. Oh, boy. This, I'll tell you, Paula White, she's uh, she's into it. <laughs> Mike says, crumble like Bolton. <laughs> yes. yes. The crumbling walls. What does she say? Walls of fire. Isn't that an Alice Cooper song? He's a Christian. I love Alice Cooper. Oh, no, that's I'm thinking of House of Fire by Alice Cooper. I've got everything all mixed up
3: is doing a great job at taking our generations, taking our kids. They're not responsible to raise your children. Come on. They're not responsible. Don't make me start. Please don't make me start going into situations. They're not responsible. You all free education really you want free health care really lyndon johnson sent a hundred thousand social workers out looked for every black pregnant woman created a system called welfare and drove the male out of the household and said we're going to destroy the black community because we're going to destroy the family when you destroy the family you destroy the community
1: well that that's true i mean you know when you it, when you destroy the family, you do uh, destroy the community. I mean, that's hard to argue with, but um, I don't know about the, the healthcare care uh, part of it. It, it. Does anyone know what uh, what the Lord's uh, position is on universal health care? Uh, I'm not clear on that. I mean, um, you know, I, I did go to uh, Catholic school from grade two to grade eight, so I know a little bit of theology. And I did always kind of get the impression that Jesus was really into uh, You know, people actually caring about each other and looking after each other, which uh, I know doesn't comport with uh, probably the uh, type of uh, of uh, Christianity that Paula White uh, ascribes to. But uh, anyway, or subscribes, not ascribes. Ooh, she's taking a breath. It's wrong! Oh, no! Wow, I didn't and expect that. And until the
3: right should stand up and stop playing church and be the church, that the enemy keeps taking generations. But there is a remnant that God has raised up who is bringing forth the Reformation, who says, this is enough. We're taking back our children. We're taking back our community. We're advancing the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus
1: I can see why Jonathan Cain uh, fell in love with her, though she's very passionate. I say that only half kidding. I do kind of like that. Like that but... hey! Whoa! What's with the scream at the end? Oh my goodness, that's uh, that seems a little uncalled for. That was like a Howard Dean moment there. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to back that up a little bit. She has like a Howard Dean meltdown at the end. What's going on there?
3: In the name of Jesus. Hey! Yikes. <laughs> I love it.
1: The speaking in tongues. What what, what is she saying? Again? I want to see if I, I that is such an an art form. The speaking in tongues. I want to see if I can replicate what she does, but I need to hear it again. Let's see.
3: Hey.
1: Here we go mabala casa mama casa baka mama something is that what it was i gotta hear that one more time i'm not sure i've got that quite right i mean i i, I can't uh look it's not gonna be perfect but i, I really want to try to get this uh mama casa baka uh yo mama K pasa or something pasta uh i don't know let, let, let's hear that one more time mama I don't know I, all right here's what I'll do I'm gonna practice this uh tonight after the show because I really wanna I really wanna get that down uh it, something like uh uh bakasa hey uh Mikasa sukasa uh, your mama uh i don't know i don't know what she's saying but whatever it is it's clearly important because she let out that terrible uh scream uh right before it so obviously uh that was to get our attention because she had something very important uh to depart i wonder like maybe if i is there a way that i could play it backward that would be fascinating uh anyway i'll work on that mike says dean for sure yes howard dean I felt very badly for Howard Dean. You're listening to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And, you know, one of our favorite callers on the show, and we hear from him on a pretty regular basis, is Father Bruno Sarducci calling all the way from the Vatican. And uh, he had some bad news. He called this week. And apparently that Cardinal gig that he was up for, it's uh, not happening for him. He explains why. And he blames, well... For one thing, he blames Peter White. Go figure. You'll hear who else he blames in the following clip. It's quite a tale. Poor Father Bruno. We have a call. Perhaps this is Charles Copperman calling. Wouldn't that be great? Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Oh, Matt, it's not uh, Charles. This is uh, Father Bruno. Father Bruno calling all the way from Rome. How are you, sir? Wonderful. Uh, the Vatican. It's not not exactly wrong, you know, well, the Vatican uh, we're a sovereign uh state. Well yes, uh, i I realize that. I apologize, uh, Father Bruno. <laughs> I, I hope uh, no offense has been taken.
4: No, it's an offense. It's a it's a mistake, I understand, uh, you yeah. know, but i I've been listening to your show when I can, you know, I'm, I'm kinda busy. Yes. Uh I had a very very, very uh, close call, almost like uh John of Bolton, you know. Oh. I almost uh you know, lost it. Uh, my whole career as a priest. Oh my goodness,
1: what happened, uh, Father Bruno?
4: Well, I told you. I, I was I was up for a cardinal, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I was looking pretty good. It was looking pretty good. Uh, at the Pope, he was uh, with me uh 110%. Hmm.
1: Well, that is pretty good. Uh, I can't imagine yeah, you, what, can't, you what know, went wrong. it's
4: hard to get more than 100% backing by the Pope, but he was with me, 110%, uh, and uh, and it looked like I was going to get it, but it was a deadlock, you know, there was this uh, Mexican bishop, uh, he's in the running.
1: Okay, a Mexican bishop?
4: Yeah, a yeah, Mexican bishop, but he, he uh, there's a story, you know, about him, he, the story, when he was a priest, uh, uh, someone uh, come forward to make an accusation against this uh, Mexican uh, bishop, when he was a priest.
1: Right. Well, that would be a pretty, uh, pretty
4: serious accusation uh, that he was
1: uh, fondling uh, with a
4: little boy.
1: So that would be uh, good good news for you, I would think, right? I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, I was thinking of the same
4: thing, Matt. Right. I was thinking the same thing. But, you know, we got a couple of Mexican people around here and, uh, You know, uh, they kind of gang up on you. You know, there was a couple of Mexican priests here in the Vatican, and they're getting very upset. They think I put somebody up to spreading uh, that that dirty story.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, you wouldn't make up a story just to beat the bishop and get that job as cardinal. You wouldn't do that. I had nothing to do
4: with it, Matt. Matt. I had nothing to do with it because, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to sail into this. It's going to be clear sailing. It's going to be... uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, perfect for me. Yes, uh, you know, Cardinal uh, uh,
1: Farducci. Yes, does have a nice ring to it.
4: Yeah, big promotion. But you know what? There's a Mexican. you know, Trump is right about the Mexicans. You can't trust them.
1: Oh my goodness! Oh no, you
4: can't trust them, and uh, they are stabbing me in the back. Wow! And you know what they did? You know, I used to, I used to uh, train. Uh, some of the brothers, you know, for the special meals, you know, uh, the banquet uh, here in uh, the Vatican, you know, the Pope uh, presides. Yeah, you understand, right?
5: I, I do. Yes, of course.
4: Well, big dinner, you know. So I'm, I'm a, I was a pastry chef. They, they sent me. They get training. So I'm, I'm making the pastries, and some Mexican priest said that he saw me making a pastry in the shape of a penis.
5: Well, uh, can you imagine?
4: I I mean, it's completely made up. I never did that, right? And so this is uh, come out in the interview with the uh, with all the bishops and the cardinals, and you know, people are going to be voting. They want to know, no, was I making a
1: pastry in the shape of a penis? Uh, uh, Right. I, I don't. I, I don't think you would do that, uh, uh, Father. I, I don't think. you Of course, get... I wouldn't do it. I don't think you'd would, even. You know, uh... maybe
4: they saw me making uh, cannoli. I'm good. I'm good <laughs> with the cannoli. I make a yeah. good cannoli. Sure. And uh, they. Uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, you know, all of a sudden, I'm about to, you know, break the deadlock. The Mexican, he's gone. Rapist. You know, just like Trump said, and uh, and uh, and now, boom, nothing. Not in the running anymore. I lost it.
1: Oh, you're you're out. So the so the pope. I'm out. So
4: the pope. I'm uh, out. You know, I was right on the uh... verge of being the cardinal, and now now I'm I'm stuck in this job getting the clothes ready for the the pulver. Well,
1: that's still a good gig, though, right? I mean, yeah. Uh...
4: But I'm shining his shoes. You know, it's a little humiliating. You know, uh... shining the Pope's shoes. Sometimes it makes me shine them when they're on. You know. People in the room. I got to shine his shoes.
1: I'm a priest. I'm not a shoe shiner. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, have you discussed that with the Pope? Uh,. Uh, I no, mean,
4: you can't. Uh, you can't talk about yeah. that. You got to do what he says. You yeah, know, it's well, uh, it's all uh, top down here. You know what I'm saying? It's not a democracy in the Vatican.
1: He is infallible. Uh, you know what? What else can you do? I guess. Well,
4: you know, you you can't. Uh, you you can't. Uh, you know, there's people around. You know, I'm gonna say, you know. I, what am I going to say, uh, Pope oh. Francis? I'm not going to shine your shoes. Right. <laughs> this is uh, demeaning. This is humiliating. I you know, I can't say that. No,
1: no, no. Of course not. It
4: would be insulting the uh, the Pope. It would be like. You insulting a Donald Trump, which you would never do.
1: <laughs> no, I try not to. I uh, I try not oh, to. Oh yeah,
4: the president of the United States. You got to well, give him
1: respect. That's right. You have to respect the office. Yes, of course, of course. Well, yeah, I've been
4: noticing. There's been uh, there's been some uh, the Democrats. You know, they 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 are pure evil. Oh. They spreading you know all these lies about the the Donald. You know, about, uh, you know, military aircraft uh, landing at his airport. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: well... never happened. It's a made-up story. Right. Donald Trump, he, he don't own no airport. Uh, right. No, I, I don't believe he, he owns an airport. I'm sure that someday he'll have an airport uh, named after him. Maybe, uh, maybe, what is it, Reagan National Airport, we can rename, or the JFK Airport, we can rename that, the uh, Donald Trump Airport.
4: Why not? Why not? That's Donald what I'm saying. Trump. He's got his own plane. You know, how many presidents? Uh, oh. I mean, before he became a president, he had his own plane.
1: Right. Right. Yes. I think.
4: I think it might have been even bigger than Air Force One.
1: I think it probably was. Yes. Oh, it was huge. I'm
4: sure I've seen pictures of it and his own helicopter. You know, it wasn't much of a change for him to become president of the United States. So he gets his own helicopter as president. Not quite as good as the Trump helicopter. There's no gold. Right inside the controls on the handles, like in the Trump helicopter, but but uh, I'm I'm sure it's nice, and uh, he's he's got the bodyguards keeping an eye on him so that nobody hurts uh, the president of the United States, you know. And considering you know the vicious lies spread about the president of the United States, I'm amazed that nobody has tried to hurt this guy.
1: Well, you know, uh, he is, of course, uh, as as I believe you have pointed out, uh, he was anointed by God to be president, and you don't want to mess with the big guy. If you mess with Trump, you're messing with the big guy. Am I right, Father Bruno? Well, I don't know
4: that for sure. Oh. I don't know that uh, President Trump was uh, sanctified by God oh. or uh, even uh, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So chill out and visit NectarSleep.com. dot com.
1: Fizz, I mean, you would agree he is the most godly president that we've had.
4: Well, he's uh, he's perceived. It's all perception, you know. There's mm-hmm. the same with the Catholic Church, you know. There's the reality, and there's the perception. We work we work on the perception very hard, yes. and we try to make that perception comport with uh, our dogma and our doctrine. And yes. uh, I think Donald Trump. He does the same thing as he's making America great. Yes, yes. I mean look at the economy. Well, what what an economy—the best economy in a thousand years in America. Donald uh, Trump. We got to give him credit for that.
1: That's not technically true, Father. If you look at uh, actually, the economy has been slowing down under Trump. Uh, the the economy was uh, excellent at the end of the uh, Obama administration, but but I. But I think uh, you would probably agree, Obama. Well, yeah.
4: Well, wait, know. did you read that? You read that in the, oh. you know the, you know the Amazon Washington Post that the economy <laughs> slowing down, or maybe you read it in the failing New York Times. You probably have a a subscription.
1: <laughs> well, is there something wrong with the uh, the failing uh, New York Times, Father? Is there something? Well, if on... you love lies, you what? love the failing New York Times. Oh, okay. You know, but... you want to hear the truth.
4: You got to go to, uh, you know, a better paper. There's another Washington paper, I forget the name. They got the truth in that paper. Oh, Fox News. Fox oh. News will tell you the truth.
1: Yes, of course, yes.
4: But, but listen, Matt, you know what I told you about uh, how I got knocked out? Uh, you know, uh,. You know, about the like, the story. It's yes. just between you and me, right? It's not going anywhere, right?
1: R- right. It's it's just us talking, uh, Father Bruno.
4: Yeah, we're just talking, and I'm just telling you what happened. I mean, it's a fake story. Uh, I, I did everything I could, you know, but the Pope, the Pope said he can't help it. You know, there's just uh, any and he wheeled for scan he said maybe next time maybe next time they forget all about this or we'll track the rumor down and and we'll find out who's lying about you cuz he oh. the said uh, he knows he knows me a long time well, that's... he knows when i make a cannoli it looks like a
1: cannoli it don't look like a penis right right just like carvel but uh so that's encouraging father there will be other opportunities uh for you that's
4: that's good yeah, right yeah but you know i'm a little worried about uh about uh, Mr. Bolton. You call him the mustache.
5: Mm, I'm a little yes. worried
4: about him because he had a good job. He wasn't there too long, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, what happened? I mean, why Why is he gone? I don't understand. He, uh, he and Trump were on the same page, right?
1: I don't know if they were ever quite on the same page, uh, Father. You know, uh, John Bolton and his very frightening mustache, very pro-war. And uh, I don't think uh, President Trump uh, particularly wants to get us into any more global conflicts?
4: Well, why not?
1: Well, you know, I I don't think he's a big war guy, whereas John Bolton certainly is. What is the Vatican's position on war, uh, Father Bruno? Uh,
4: Well, uh, officially, officially, we're we're against it. Right. But uh, we got a faction here that, uh, you know, they promote the war. And uh, in some ways, you know, America is like the Vatican. We're always talking about peace.
5: Yes, yes,
4: yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got to tell you, the Catholics are no stranger to violence.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we know how to fight, right? Well, you—you know—you had said some things. Uh... Uh, in a previous call, you were talking about Peter White, and uh, you were saying some things that sounded a little uh, uh, potentially violent, uh, some of what you were hinting at.
4: Well, no, no I, I I would never get a violence with Peter White. No. I'm taking my, that serious, you know. Oh. But, uh, you know, thinking about it, I wonder if Peter White called the Vatican, called those Mexicans, and told them to try to sink my nomination.
1: Do you think he did that? There could have been some collusion between Peter White and uh, and the bishop uh, there. You kind the of trust bishop. that Peter White, you know, he don't
4: like the priest.
1: That's true. He,
4: and he called me a creepy priest uh, behind my back.
1: That is true. That is true. So I think his credibility uh, can be called into question.
4: Yeah, well, you know, I I hope you won't have him on your show again because, uh, you know, it makes me so mad <laughs> the way he talks about uh, the Catholics and the priests. He's uh, He's got a dirty mouth. It needs to be a out with salt.
1: Oh, 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 my goodness. I don't think yeah. they actually... Uh, I don't think they do that anymore, uh, Father, at least not to a grown man. Peter, uh, We Peter do it Wednesday. in the
4: Vatican. We do it here. You know, it's still, it's still a very good uh, learning tool. You know, it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's not the waterboarding, you know, something like that, yes. you know, but it's unpleasant, you
1: know. Right, of Nobody course. Nobody
4: wants uh, a lie in their mouth.
1: What about uh, holy water? Do you use uh, holy water to uh, wash out someone's uh, mouth?
4: Yeah, uh, well, we don't reward the people with holy water oh. uh, exactly, especially if uh, we're punishing them. You know, they don't get the holy water, they don't get the wafer, uh, they get a lot of Hail Marys.
5: Oh, I see.
4: But yeah, is- you know, like a billion a billion Hail Marys for breaking a religious law. And, uh, so sometimes they're reciting that for many years, and, uh, and, uh, we only give them one meal a day.
5: Did you say a billion?
4: But listen, you know, I'm not going to take up any of your time anymore. I know you got a lot of news to deliver to your listeners. Yes. I just yes. want to tell you, you know, that thing didn't work out for me with no. the, uh, with the cardinal job. You know, I was very, very disappointed, yes. and, uh, and uh, and uh, those Mexicans are stabbing me in the back, you know, because uh, to get even, because they think I did something, but I didn't. <laughs> didn't do anything.
1: I I, I tell a lie,
4: a made up story,
1: I, fake. I, I I believe you, Father Bruno. Before you go, you never remember to plug your show on uh, Vatican Radio.
4: Oh yeah, get the right with Jesus. Actually, it's it's off the air uh, temporarily. Oh no, it's just temporary, and I'm now trying to negotiate. A TV TV program oh. called "To Get Right with Jesus." Oh, very nice. Well, I like the TV program better because I'm I'm pretty good on the air. You know, yes, I, I'm I'm quick on my feet. Uh, you know, it was really in preparation because you know I, I go from uh, I go from black to red.
1: <laughs> Whoa! What do What, what do you mean?
4: <laughs> well, it's the cardinal job, but yeah, but I didn't oh, get it. Oh, you know, oh, right, so right. things are uh, kind of up in the air. You know about my uh, my radio show, which is temporarily uh, uh, canceled. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well. I'm hoping I can make the TV thing work, you know. Yes. Uh, it's good. Yeah, have special guests, have religious figures on, interview them.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and then, uh, you know, open it up for the questions on, on the phone. Uh, talking about Jesus, you know, it's a good subject, and uh, people really need to get right with Jesus.
1: Yes, yes. Well, I...
4: you too, Matt. You need to get right with Jesus, okay?
1: Well, I'll I'll do what I can, uh, Father Bruno. Now, uh you make sure
4: you get right with Jesus by the next time I call, okay?
1: I'm going to try. I will. I will make that a goal, uh, Father Bruno. Okay. Thank you very, very much. All bye right. bye. All right. Bye bye, Father. Bye bye. All right, there you have it, uh, Father Bruno, uh, Father Bruno Sarducci. Of course, I believe he is the nephew of uh, Father Guido Sarducci, and uh, well, I do feel uh, genuinely very badly about uh, what happened. It sounds like he's been set up. I don't particularly believe, though, that Peter White uh, colluded uh, with a, a Mexican bishop to try to take down uh, Father Bruno. I just don't think uh, Peter is capable of that kind of malevolence, uh, quite honestly. Uh, Peter White, of course, of The Morning Show with uh, uh, Peter White. You're listening to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Remember, the show is live weekdays from 4 to 6 p.m. I should say 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern for those of you listening online. And we do have a a large audience of online listeners from, well, actually all over North America, I suppose. Not only in the United States, but Canada as well. Very happy and grateful for that. We're going to play two technically two separate clips, but we're going to play them right in a row for you in succession because they are related. Uh, The first is uh, a discussion John Hopwood and I had with Mikey Weinstein, who is calling into the show again uh, to talk about the VA Bible controversy. And then the next clip after that is a discussion that John Hopwood gets into on the air with Mike Doyle, who you can uh frequently here on the morning show and that got well, it got pretty heated. Actually, it was uh, quite the argument, and we do so love a good argument on Matt Connerton Unleashed. It does make for a spectacular radio. So uh we're gonna play those two clips right in a row for you and here they are. Well okay so we'll we'll start this email over. So if you're just joining us, we're reading uh we're should... starting to get crotch yet. You think that's the Gods will
6: or just my uh, shorts have binded up. You literally just announced that to the world. Woo! That you have crotch itch. Uh, maybe EZG left something
1: behind. You know, he did work at
6: Dreamland!
1: I don't know. I worry about catching something from sitting in this... Well, uh, they didn't have a cropper in Dreamland, did they? I mean, I sit in the same chair that Peter White uses and, uh, you know... I definitely... Uh, I have herpes. Yeah, so I worry. herpes. I worry about that.
6: I never, see, I'm not tall enough
1: to see whether he does wear a toupee. No, I believe that's his real hair. Why is he saying he wears a hairpiece? No, that's not what he's saying. You, okay, I'll play it again. Listen carefully. I okay.
2: definitely, uh, I have hepatitis.
1: I don't know how you get a hairpiece from that. He's clearly saying hepatitis. I guess you're right. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I have swamp ass. He has all kinds of things going on. Maybe so, I've got swamp ass, but it feels more. <sighs> Maybe. Yeah. Definitely, the, uh, uh, old I definitely, uh... I have ed.
6: osteoporosis. So these are, uh... Glenn has a very sharply defined nose. It's got many different angles. What? Well, I'm a writer. I notice these things.
1: What? What about your nose? What? Your nose? Glenn, RJ, oh. the people's mayor... We can't... I heard him
6: no. talking. He's coming down the elevator. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him talking. No. And I introduced somebody I didn't know. Oh, that's Glenn... You, who's the door's about to open? That's Glenn R. J. the People's Mayor. That's right. Yep. She got right on that elevator at the bottom and now mm-hmm. sailed her way up towards heaven. Well, where else? Yeah. Where Glenn had just come down from.
1: So well no, Glenn. No. Talking right. about uh, yeah, public no, rappers. Yeah, no, all right. We're not we're not supposed to talk about Glenn when he's not here. It gets, oh, it, gets okay. it gets me uh it gets me spoken to. Um and Peter as well. Okay, so you can't talk about Peter? No, no, no. I mean, it gets Peter spoken to. Oh, but we can talk about Peter. We can, No, well, I mean, we can't. We talk yes. about Peter's Peter? <laughs> okay. No. You <He> did say <laughs> it's swamp ass. Right. Well, he's. And a hairpiece. Why are you making fun of him for sharing uh, personal information on the. Um... I just feel very compassionate for a person that
6: tall. Who has to have a hairpiece? Uh, how many people can even see the top of his head?
1: He shares personal information about EZG, which I don't think is right. EZG either.
6: wears uh, uh, a bra right under his uh, tank top.
1: But it's very discreet. Yes. It's, yeah. Well, you saw EZG was here the other day. Everything was all hanging out all over the place. Okay. I, mean, ah, I know, right? Christ Jesus. That was kind of hot. How do I Let's say it. How do I know the Bible told me so? Told me so. Um. So, if you're just joining us, so these are A emails. dramatic reading from Maddie. Yes, of emails sent to emails from great Christians, the finest, walking the path of the Lord, straight as the gate, narrows the path. Yes. Oh, that they have sent to Mikey Weinstein, who is from the what Military is
6: it? Religious Freedom Foundation. Uh, a graduate of the U.S. Military Academy, the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, a uh, for officer, a veteran, former officer, a veteran,
1: mm-hmm.
6: and uh, according to these Christians, a satanic Jew.
1: Yes. So, uh, so that's Mikey Weinstein, and so these are emails from, from, from these great Christians, Christians to Mikey Weinstein sharing their own concerns about the position that he has taken about the Bible— because he the is the VA. head he's a lawyer yes
6: and there has been ever since i've been in the military uh, a problem with evangelical christians proselytizing and trying to get you to go to church or pressuring you to come to events whatever they do at these things kind of kind of like these radical uh, you know what it's that uh, they're always uh, B-I-G-C-H, about but we, you know, we won't go there but they're always – and that they discriminate against people who are not of their persuasion. Right. And, and that's, that is a very real thing. It's been documented. Right. And
1: that's a violation of the Establishment Clause of the Constitution. Of the Constitution, yes. yes. Separation of church and state. Okay, so here's the next uh, – here's our next email. Uh, and we started this one before the break, but we'll we'll start this over. So this is from Mary T. Q., Mary, you. And the subject line is Jews and Manchester VAPOWMIA table. Dear Mr. Weinstein, my husband, family, and me live in the general area around Manchester, New Hampshire, where your anti-Christian MMFR organization is attacking the Holy Bible at the VA Medical Hospital here. Our church had its weekly Wednesday evening services last night and everyone was of the same mind about you and your villainy. We all know that you're Jewish. And we all agreed that if it had been a Jew book on the POWMIA table, you would never have a... Ta-
3: At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you
6: love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Frank and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club's super low gas
1: prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92, big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. We may not know you personally, but most Jews we've known also hate anything Christian. Too bad for you. That Bible will stay. Go find another display to put your Jew books on and leave us Christians alone with our Lord at the VA. You mean Donald Trump? Uh, Well, I, I would assume yes. Because wasn't Jesus Jewish? Right. Yes. He died and he was Jewish. But Trump, Trump is a true Christian. He is a Presbyterian. Don't attack
6: Presbyterians.
1: I'm not. I'm what? Attack? I'm saying that's That's why Trump is. I mean, he's the chosen one. He's a Presbyterian.
6: He was born again on the campaign trail in 2016. Oh, I saw all the people putting and their hands on him. reported that on your television.
1: I did. Show. I did. I
6: yes, I did. Yes, you did. It was a great day. The one that got canceled. It was a great day. It got well, canceled along with the Phil, Phil Boyd Stud show.
1: Mm-hmm, I remember. Mm-hmm. It was a bloodbath at the network. Yeah, they had to free up space. Uh, it says, P.S., and another thing, Mr. Weinstein, if you tally up those soldiers who have died in our wars for Memorial Day, you will easily see that so many more who follow Christ have perished than those who deny him like you Jews do and the communists and Arabs. Well, I don't think you can deny
6: that, can you, Matt? <laughs> That's just common sense. <laughs> And it's, a, it's an expression of
1: Christian uh, love. Ignorance? You're soaking in it. Uh, where's Madge when we need her, huh? And I don't mean Madonna. Uh, you should be deported back to Israel. Send him back! <laughs> Jesus. You should be deported back to Israel. Which he's not from. <laughs> and loose your citizenship for good. They should
6: lose it Good riddance! Here's a, a far, former officer, you know, the yeah. commission signed by the President of the United States who went to a military academy, a great privilege. And his two sons did, where he, he experienced anti-Semitism, according to the article Carol Robito uh, wrote, based on an interview with him, and Northeast POW MIA network head uh, Bob Jones, who basically said uh, the reason he's doing it is because he was an angry Jew, because he and his sons got, experienced anti-Semitism, because they went to the academy too, Yeah, I believe. I know they were officers in the Air Force also. So this uh, – this... It's, it's great. This is a great expression of Christianity. We, yes. ought, to, we ought to invite Mikey Don here on the pretext of supporting him and let them have a go. <laughs> right, yes. We can provide the cross, gasoline,
1: some rags. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We
6: have a regular Charlottesville here.
1: So we have a great response to her from Larry W., which I'll read. Now, who is Larry W., do you know? No, I don't. Okay. So this is uh because you got these. Uh, Mikey sent you these directly, right? Forwarded these yeah, emails pr- to you.
6: But I was just printing them out. This has been over right. like a series of months.
1: Right. Right. And well, um, whoever whoever this Larry W is wrote a, a great response. I, but he's probably a, a member of the organization. Oh, that's the why MMFR. Larry W
6: ends at the beginning. Right. I yeah. Out a,
1: I figured it out. So uh, I'll I'll read I'll read his response. He's
6: either an MRFF board member or a member of the foundation, which is primarily. It's veterans, and most of them are Christian. Of the 15 people suing, I think 13 of them are Christian, and the lead litigant is a devout Christian. He's just
1: offended by the, you know, it could be to him
6: idolatry or
1: or vulgarity, or he believes in the Constitution. Right, exactly. They're Christians, but they believe in the separation of church and state. Not,
6: and not every evangelical Christian is a nasty, right? Of course, oh, of course, knucklehead. I mean,
1: that's and that's part of why we're reading these is the absurdity right. of these these people like Mary H, uh, M- Mary TQ, who apparently is from Manchester and could be listening right now. And, and a lot of evangelical Christians are not anti-Semitic at all, right? Of course, They're very yeah. right. Uh, semitic right? Yeah. Um. So, but <laughs> you read the, I mean <laughs> This is Christianity, right? So, this is, uh, this is Larry W.'s response. Oh, you're not about to read the F bombing one. Not yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. I mean, obviously, i Are I'll, you
6: ready for your two week suspension?
1: Well, no, I'll, I'll have to self censor as I read it, which I'm good at. Well, when I become ultimate bit large, I can say anything I want. Oh, excellent. Uh, on the street corner. So, Larry wrote back uh, Miss Mary TQ, forgive me for writing Mary TQ in the salutation, but I have nothing else from you to use. He well, might be a uh, general. I think he's a a, a brigadier
6: general. There's a couple brigadier generals on the board.
1: I'm not sure if Larry's one of them. Like most people who put their ignorance on display, the connection of that ignorance with identifying features is usually not done. So I have to use the Mary TQ, all that you have given me. But unlike you, I will give you my full name and credentials. Oh, here we go. I am a veteran of the United States Army of 31 years. My name is Larry Wilkerson. I served in combat and, originally, I was an enlisted man, having volunteered for military service in 1966. I've heard of his name, this guy, Larry Wilkerson. I dedicated much of my life to protecting the freedoms that you have enjoyed as a citizen. After my military service, I continued to serve our country for another five years in a civilian capacity. Then I moved to a university to teach younger people about history, government, and politics. That's where I am today as I write to you. Let me take a few moments and reveal your lack of knowledge to you. First, the Military Religious Freedom Foundation, MRFF, is not an anti-Christian organization. In fact, more than 90 percent of its more than 60,000 clients are Christians. Yes, there are others as well. Jews, Muslims, atheists, agnostics, and so on. What unites all of these people is a strong belief in the US Constitution. That Constitution prohibits the creation of a state religion or any favoritism of the state for a uh, particular religion. In other words, the Constitution holds that all religions are welcome here or no religion at all. The state must take no sides. When the state does take a side, for Christians, for example, the state is wrong and must be corrected. This is what the Christian Bible at a state-sponsored display does. It takes a side— that is wrong second I
6: establishes religion
1: right second I am deeply sorry that everyone was of the same mind quote unquote at your church because that means everyone at that church is ignorant America does not need so many ignorant people it is very dangerous to have so many ignorant people and by the way a Jewish religious text or a Muslim religious text or a text on atheism would have been just as wrong and just as violative yeah. as the uh, Constitution of the Constitution rather as a Christian Bible and no we at MRFF would not have been for any of those texts either and that brings me to another crucial point your anti-semitism shows very strongly in your email anti-semitism is appalling and far worse than just plain ignorance you need to work on that badly You can go to jail for that, and frankly, the tens of thousands of deaths in World War II were partly to stop anti-Semitism, so you should be deeply ashamed. Agreed. And by the way, Jewish Americans fought in proportionate numbers to Christian Americans in that war, so again, you are dead wrong and displaying your ignorance once more. And your Lord, quote-unquote, does not belong at the VA because it is a government agency, chaplains can offer solace and religious counsel there and support for patients and so forth but there can be no official endorsement of any God or any religion by the VA as I said that is forbidden by the Constitution moreover you must not know many Jewish Americans I know hundreds of them I don't know a single one however who quote hates anything Christian in fact some of these people are dear friends and have great respect for my religion. Jesus Christ, after all, was a Jew, as were all of his disciples. Muslims have enormous respect for Jesus Christ and place him among the top prophets of his times. That's right. Finally, your Christianity is as suspect as your knowledge. Jesus Christ wiped the feet of a female prostitute through the moneylenders from the temple, stood for turning the other cheek when offended, uh, and was the very consummation of love. You, on the other hand, are the consummation of ignorance and hate. Uh, there's one more part. Oh, uh, I think you are what I call a wannabe Christian. In your heart, you are tortured and racked by doubt and hate. In your heart, you are a fearful person who takes out her fear and hate of herself on others. I feel Christian sorry for you. I truly do, signed Larry W.
6: No, oh, that sums it up very well. Yeah,
1: it does. Bravo to uh, Larry Wilkerson. That is a phenomenal email in response to the uh, incredibly ignorant, uh, and I would guess probably inbred uh, Mary TQ. That wasn't very Christian of me to say. I'm sorry. And then were Yetis converted? Uh, that's that's a uh, sore subject actually Yetis yeah, are also uh Presbyterian, if you must know.
6: My grandmother was a Presbyterian.
1: Was she? Was she? Yes, she was.
6: She converted though.
1: Now how do Presbyterians She's a problem, uh, Presbyterian. what what what's uh what what's the deal I, with uh, Presbyterians? Presbyterian? the
6: church is Presbyterian. I go there, uh uh occasionally. That was the church my father was in. Do Presbyterians
1: do communion?
6: Oh, no, we never got around to that. There's hardly anybody there anymore. They built oh, really? a big evangelical Christian church on the other side, and that's flourishing. Have you ever noticed? Evangelical sh- uh, churches are popping up in the city, like mushrooms. Are they? After a
1: tremendous rainy season, I was going to use another metaphor, oh. but I didn't. Well, you know, we are the least church-going state in the country, which actually surprised me when I first learned that. Yes, but they're learning from
6: the free staters because of this ridiculous New Hampshire primary. They can get power. In in 2012, when Michelle Bachman and her uh, glorious husband, Mr. Macho, were here to (laughs) uh, try to win the
1: Republican nomination. Marcus Bachman, gay conversion therapist. Yes. (laughs)
6: Yeah. And uh, leading the good fight. Oh, yes. And – What a guy. What a guy. You know, I guess let's not get into that. But uh, she actually put out a paper, you know, her own paper. I saw it up in Goths at the Hannaford there. But I was covering that campaign. I broke a story about uh, uh, Rick Santorum. And I just want to say, they said at the time, there's just hardly any evangelical base, so she's not going to get any traction. But it's just exploding.
1: It, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kinda of like free state there is more there's less than you know their been, weight. It's been bubbling underneath. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this?
7: Hey Matt, Mike Doyle.
1: Mike Doyle, how are you, sir? Good.
7: How are you doing? Hey, good news. I'm down at my daughter's uh she coaches Memorial Field hockey and uh I'm sitting here in Wyndham High School watching the game and I'm listening to you on the show. I didn't think you guys reached that far.
6: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've I got him in Massachusetts on three. Our reach is oh. far and wide. Oh. Well, it seems like it seems like in the
7: dairy. I was driving down the road. It seems like around Derry, right? We have to lose the signal a little bit, but I, the, the the high school is kind of raised up here, so maybe that's why. But yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, but the main reason for my call is it, it, again. I mentioned this last week when I called you. Don't you think that is a little bit of overkill on this Bible thing? No. Don't you think? Don't you think the crux of the the whole theory was that the VA kind of will allow any religions to anybody who comes in there to 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 work whatever religion they want to believe in i think that was the the whole understanding of the of the and, and the the people are just turning it into this bible and catholic and i think i think the catholic. bottom message was no religion is going to be exempt from from coming into the VA for somebody who for this country and is in the VA. Yeah. Then why did I, that's they? That's my take on it. But
6: why did they I, remove I the? Why did they remove the other text then from the table? There was a. Who uh,
7: cares? Who cares? The I, care. Line is what, I, I care. Mean, you just make,
6: you, you know, I care. Hey, listen where, to me. I messed with Matt the other
7: day, and I, kinda I, I knew care. he wouldn't play it. But I care. How about? How about? Let me that's let me give you a couple things me. for real discussion. How about great. How about great uh, new employment numbers for the last quarter. No, let's go back to what, what you just jobs. said,
6: Mike. How about I the care. roaring
7: economy? I How about care. the stock market coming back after the fake recession talk from the left?
6: Let's talk about, Let's talk uh, about the issue you just said. unemployment staying about. at 3.7 can't across argue. the board not all all, all levels. Let's talk about a fra- let's talk about a president that is a liar, a fantasist. And a vice what's, president, what's to do what I and said? a vice president that lied about a provenance of this Bible in order to hey. justify that being put back. You're talking about liars.
7: What? I'm not. I wasn't talking about Trump. Do you know what honor is,
6: Mike? Uh, did you ever step? Did you ever step? It's you have Trump disorder. You Trump disorder. You hate the man lie. so much that oh, you oh, can't realize that again. what you hate he's doing the man as a businessman so is making this is making this every run a pretty good clip. He's a hot marketing hustler. I've known about since eight nineteen eighty four. He's the equivalent of a siding salesman. Even they're more honest than this ass. But you did you ever stepped up to the line and take an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States and the country? Did you? No. What does that have to do with anything? Because that I, I did. I know people that I'm. I have to live every day of my life because I did that in pain, and I have memories are you a, and are you, a vet, are you a veteran? Jesus, what do you think? What do you think I wear? A hat? All this time, you can't know I'm a disabled veteran. That's I have to go up there. I have to go up there. I have to. And if you don't get proper service, can you go somewhere else? That's my right, my uh, Mike. I won that. I won that with my pain. I did it in a way. Your hero, a four F. Never could he, do. He didn't serve his country, did he? There's men up there that friggin', you don't know the horrors they went through. You don't know. What does that have to do with it? What anything? is that? I'm not, I'm not How can that. you say that? You're talking about the Veterans Administration. You dare talk about that and trivialize it? That's an insult. Who, I was up there when, after the massacre in Quebec, there's there were people given free license to make anti-Muslim is, comments it, up there, and I objected, and I objected vociferously. Matt knows right, about what I what what you, went through. and
7: we're huh? having a conversation. This but you're this not in you a conversation when people, when people are psychotic like you. Oh, you're you want me the to? For, you want me to like how did Gatt's I trivialize, trivialize the how veterans? How dare you I never say did that? Of the Listen, sort. buddy. But you guys think that if you just yell it out. It's you, true. you How I dare n- you say that to me? about the veterans are true. you never words.
8: sacrificed.
7: Have but, you but ever said so any sacrifice, Mike? You What's your sacrifice for the country? Yell it into the mic and, it, and it's because true. Because you're offensive. You're That's how it works with ignorant. you. You're
6: ignorant. You're ignorant. You're ignorant. You have no right to say what you did about me. Just come and say that to my face. I'll say it in time to your Come face. up and say it to my face. What does that have to do with anything? My father was a veteran. He died oh, in the and VA hospital
7: because no he misdiagnosed r- his, he had a bleeding uh, ulcer, and they told him he had hemorrhoids. He died two days later when we brought him to the Elliott Hospital. I'm not saying anything bad about that. The veterans try the best they can. What I was saying was Trump, Trump did a lot for the veterans. I don't what know is why. has Trump done for the veterans. the veterans?
6: What's Trump and done for veterans? to the microphone. What's what did Trump I do done to for veterans? veterans? What's that Trump done for veterans? Tell me. Tell me what, what he's done about? for veterans. Tell me. Just answer answer my question. Tell me what he's you're, done, you're, Mister. You're so, sm- you're you're so smart. You're so smart. Why true? shouldn't I yell when somebody so ignorant is going to tell me what's going on up there? You know, I'm not Mike, telling you what's you know, going Mike, on up there. I didn't say anything about that. You know, Mike, so there you I go am again. a journalist. Make stuff, make news, I'm make a journalist. Own. You have no. Mike, you don't know what the truth is. You're so bizarre. I'm not telling you what's going on up
7: there. We're, you just said I did. We're, what you, did I tell you? Nothing. I'm you not trivialize everything. Trump you just said, said that Trump was doing all sorts of stuff for
6: veterans. And their medical so benefits. What has he been doing? That's all I said. What's he doing, Mike? You know, you you know more I than I do about veterans. VA, Tell me. And I'm
7: going to yell at you because you trivialize. What are you talking about?
6: You just said you, you trivialize. Like you are a Trumpite to the very soul. He mirrors you. You're incapable of frigging arguing about anything. You trivialize the Bible and then now yeah, you're pretending you didn't. Something that did shouldn't I tri- be How up there. The my, you're a person, my father, who was a siding salesman, would say, you How have, did I trivialize you have the to Bible? go back Again, to Genesis to explain up, everything. You that's your up. argument. No, Mike, you're, you're an Bible? ignorant person. How dare you call me a psychotic? I could sue you for that. Do you understand yeah, that? Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah,
7: yeah you me. You think I can't?
6: Me. Why shouldn't I? It, what, 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 that's what you have to deal with. That's Trump ignorance, you know? I know. You can't answer one question. You can't answer one question. All you shut can do up. is yell on the phone Buddy, and you say that I'm up. a
7: Trumpite. This. Shut how up. How did I trivialize the veterans shut by up. saying Trump has helped the veterans with some of his legislature? How did I trivialize What's the left?
6: veterans? Le- with his legislature. What does he carry around the legislature on his back? No,
7: no. See? I mean, you, you Tell can't me what answer he the did. question. Tell me what he did, no answer, mister. You know more than wrong. I do about veterans.
6: So, you know more about the Bible you're, than you're, I do. Just because you're a Come veteran here.
7: doesn't mean you're right, my
6: friend. <laughs> yeah, I know more about being a veteran than you can ever dream of. Could you could you imagine nope, that nobody, in your life? Nope, that nobody, like said, Trump, nobody said any that differently. Trump, nobody's arguing with it. Can you ever it? imagine in your life that I might know more about what it's like to be a veteran, what it's like to go, be, said, be forced to go that? to chapel when I'm in basic training, to be discriminated who said against? Who that? When did you hear that? Yo, know, Mike! Come on! You play these rhetorical games. You know it's all mean, rhetorical of games. Did it's I called say anything a about you being a veteran? You're a rubber band, man. Oh, oh who uh, cares about the vibe? You're unbelievable. Up there? No, Mike.
7: You're the problem, man. You're the problem. No, you're the problem,
6: I'm, Mike. Because you, just make you worship up as you a go hate, along. you worship a hate monger. You worship a hate monger hate- that lies. Yes, I don't worship anybody. So you, belong lie. you belong you to a Trump keep, call. You belong to a Trump They just keep
7: coming at you one after another. You belong to a Trump I don't, call. I don't worship anything. Yes, I hate you do. some of the stuff Trump says.
6: Oh well, let's hear I, it. What, what you, do you? What do you hate? It?
7: I'm like, let's hear but, it.
6: Tell us that. But his
7: actions are different than his words, my friend. That's all I can tell you.
6: Oh yeah. You guys
7: Ac- just don't want to talk about the economy, the stock market, the unemployment. A, everything that's ripping, you mean the Obama everybody's Obama working, economy, everybody's inherited. Happy. people have money. The Obama but no, economy you don't want to talk about that. You want to talk about a
6: Bible you, why don't and you how, shut up? how you, you trivial it you is or, to, or, or, sh- you or to, Look what he just said. And how, Do you see what
7: this he says? Th- there was no possibility that that storm was going to go fe- through you know what? Florida. The You're original, an offensive The original uh, drawings showing it could have gone right through Florida oh, yeah, and I'm gone like, into the you you live in speak warmer water, and then at that point, possibly it could hit Alabama.
6: Mike, you live in a fantasy land that this guy, you're just enthralled to him. And you just trivialized what you said about the Bible again. Somebody could get killed up there, Mike. Do you understand that? I'm not saying. Do you understand that somebody could get killed by these evangelical nuts? Did you listen to any Mm. of the show, you satanic Jews and stuff? When I was doing an interview up there, a guy, I left it out of the article for Carol. He says, I got a gun in my car. And he, you know, they're there. He knew all about this stuff. Mm. He's got Christian tapes talking about this various stuff. When I, right? When I work so against that, that anti-Muslim,
7: when I had that,
6: to- Mike, you never, you never have done any. You've never put your ass on the line or anything except maybe at a betting, you know, betting on a horse. What does that have to do with anything? Don't because you understand. don't, know, you you don't know what it's like to be a soldier. You don't know what it's like to be a veteran. You don't know what it's like to speak in harm's in way. Fought, my father oh, fought the your Korean father, War. Uh, so was, your father
7: makes drafted. you a veteran. No, I, I didn't have that opportunity. but He makes you a veteran, right? I have family right? members that were in the
6: war. I oh, have so a, that makes I you a veteran. I have a good friend. Is it like osmosis? One of our best friends is still
7: over in Iraq. It's osmosis, right?
6: It's osmosis. What? You're probably a. Con- Why don't we combat veteran? We can give you a Medal of Honor just like Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump's oh, a great war hero, to you. right? No, I'm listening wrong with to you? you? You know, Mike, because I live in Manchester, New Hampshire, with people of. You know, this is ignorance. You're ignorant.
7: Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. You just don't you want know, to talk about facts. That's all. What? No, I'm talking not, about facts. Every a fact. now and again, try I, facts, I, I'm a veteran.
6: All. Does that get through your instead, head?
7: Instead of your meandering, that the whole no, world uh, should listen to you because you're a veteran.
6: No, Mike. I said I'm a veteran. I know what it's like to be forced to go to a Christian ceremony. I know what it's like yes. because I'm I'm the person I am to stand up when me and my me, Jewish body are going to be going to an Easter service. Let me finish, let, be let me finish this because I'm sure Matt
7: wants to get on with the show. Poppy, thanks for fighting for us. I appreciate your uh, your spending your time in the war and uh, for I the freedom that a we war. now live. And and
6: my I wasn't in a war, thank you very Mike.
7: much.
1: All right, Mike, thank you for the call. Jesus
6: Christ, you know, this is the thing. Oh, oh boy. I mean, this is the Trump cult. I mean, you hear the the crap, a Bible. That's the whole this guy, this this guy Trump, he's a born again Christian what? He, he doesn't even know anything about the Bible. This is this is all a thing in my opinion, based on lies to create a, sh- a potential Charlottesville-like uh, situation. Here I'm a journalist. When I was doing the stuff against that bigot, the anti-Muslim bigot, everybody knows that it was me, and the guy got fired. You yeah, have to hear yeah. that. I tried to do a project with veterans up there. They uh, No, he's a communist, a journalist. What does Trump do? Why don't you bash the journalists? Why don't you hit them? All right. that stuff. So right. here's Mike talking about this. I'm writing about this. Mike, a guy who's never put his ass on the line for anything, except, you know, the $2 window. And, you know, I'm exaggerating and stuff, but hyperbole. Yeah, yeah. And uh, here I am up there. People, it's not uh, inconceivable that somebody could get killed up there. They're making this. This is New Hampshire. This is the first in the nation primary. That jackass who I, you know, I say is Pat Sajak, not Hitler is up you know is here at that rally talk religious uh, freedom he brings mm-hmm. that up right this is a thing they're going to use in the campaign and it i think it's obscene not one presidential candidate's talking about this the right-wing media washington examiner's all over it right-wing newspapers and everything carry this story mm-hmm. but uh it's you know but my that's not just offensive to me and triggering it's a bit of obscenity But I am potentially, my life's in danger because of that and because of this president that Mike worships like the risen Christ, hyperbole again, but there is a cult aspect to this. I could get shot up there or something. That's something I have to live with. But, you know, that's something I choose to do. I got sued by a a, a, a a prominent official. We we don't talk about stuff like that because I got the guts to do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Mike, Mike Mikey Weinstein. We're just reading this. Yeah. He's had death threats. Oh sure. yeah, these yeah. are people that run around with guns. There's a uh, a Christian at the you know on this station that has had people on his show, and you were on it too, that took up arms against the United States in Oregon. Yes. You know. Yes. these pe- There are people associated with this. That, uh, and he said that God saved them from a hail of, what, 144 bullets. There are people willing to take up arms and talk about killing people. And let me remind you, in Manchester, New Hampshire, David Irving, the number one Holocaust denier in the entire world, came here. I guess he, every annually, when he made his trips to spew his... Bilge about, you know, Hitler was wonderful and didn't, wasn't responsible for the uh, Holocaust. And what did he say? Oh, you know, uh, those doors that they say were on uh, the death factory, you know, the gas, where they gas people, like at Treblinka and Auschwitz, well, those were actually just doors used for gas chambers in case the United States and Britain, you know, dropped gas bombs. Mm. You know, this is the type of stuff right. a once respectable. A historian who later on you look at the history. You know, this is what people have to deal with. Yeah. You know, I remember breaking, because I used to be able to get into the dark web, the story, where armed m- armed right-wingers were going to go to an Abby Giffords, uh, well, Gabby Giffords, to confront her with loaded automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. I passed that information on, and they moved it uh, into another thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's an active culture here. Yeah. You know, they sell sniper rifles in this state sniper rifles where you can kill somebody a mile out you really need a sniper rifle right you, you need silencers you know, what is the status of silencers legally you tell me You're you you know more people on that side than I
1: do I do but I'm not sure where that sits currently I don't think you can I don't think you can get them but I'm not sure and to think that that Bible that is how yeah Hitler. I'm not talking about
6: Trump is Hitler. Trump is Pat Sajak, but Pence. Pence is a nasty number. Mm-hmm. He's a very nasty number, and he's aligned with these militant Christians. I'm I, not going to have my family. This is yeah. forced on me. I'm not going to have Jews insulted, Muslims and that. That's not what I suffered for. Right. When I took the oath. You know, it's not about a big America's not about money in a big stock market or you can get the latest 4K TV from three hundred eighty bucks at Walmart because it was made by slave labor in China. It's about the rights of human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what's paramount. And here's this tyrant that's going to take some girl from Guatemala Ship her out before her 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 her, her treatment is. Oh, gone. I know the, her her, her cancer
1: treatment. Yeah, it really is just the death of of human decency. That situation.
6: The central book, you know, we, I I don't know the Bible like Fred Bonig or anything. For me, it's just metaphor anyway. Right. I don't take it literally, and yeah. much of it's appalling. But Christ isn't about uh, lying deceit. You know, this Northeast uh, POWMIA network, it's got like four buzzwords. One of them is truth. It has no truth at all. But you know, an evangelical Christian, I guess, certain evangelicals can lie, you know, lie about stuff for the greater good. Right. And then they project it, because I'll come up with that next week, I've got all the stuff, where they project it on the Muslims. Oh, Muslims are all lying. Oh, you know, Omar took an oath in the Koran. That's not valid in the United States. It has to be on a Bible. And, you know, she's just a duplicitous uh, Sharia, you know, lover anyways. But, you know, yeah. to say that religion isn't one of the the, 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 the force driving the, po- the Reagan Republican Party. Oh, yeah. That was – Well, Reagan came to power on the backlash, the racist backlash, the white backlash.
7: Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino
3: online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
2: Chumbo Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual
6: voice of the winner. Mm-hmm. In California and uh, in 1980, here's a guy that launched his campaign in Philadelphia, Mississippi, which is a symbolic place where three civil rights workers were murdered just 16 years before.
1: Reagan's uh, the one who gave us the uh the uh, welfare queen and he also
6: called up Nixon when he's governor and so when, Oh right we when, learned
1: that just recently
6: yeah and uh China which would be uh uh Taiwan was the China was thrown out of the UN and Red China, which they called that time, Communist China, the China we know, was seated in the UN. Uh, Afri- uh, African delegates allegedly were dancing in the aisles. Yeah. So Dutch uh, calls up uh, Richard Nixon called the monkeys. Yep. Uh, macaca means monkey, in, I-, I guess I know it is in
1: Portuguese. Yeah, I played uh, the George right. Allen clip yesterday because uh, I played that. What did I? Why did I play that? What was it? Something that reminded me of George Allen. Oh, Gary Landrew in Louisiana. Uh, using the n word on a radio show as as he's running for governor, and apparently was completely oblivious that you can't say that. When did that. he do that? Yeah, he was on a show called The Right Chicks. There, um, so our friend uh, Chris James he had called into the show and did a prank. He pranked yeah. Gary Landrew while he was on the air, and then uh, Landrew then used the n word in the aftermath of that. <laughs> you mean it, it happened just now? Oh, oh yeah, it's Louisiana. Remember, it's the state that almost made uh, David Duke governor back in the '90s. You know,
6: the thing. Mar- this is the last state, and I only found it out recently when I went to a reparations thing, and somebody told me that had Martin Luther King Day oh, instead yeah. of something else. Yeah,
1: because fought we fought against it. We held out. We for a while. It was just Civil Rights Day. It was just Arizona,
6: and then yeah. they were the last. we were the last one. Yeah, and Martin Luther King. It made us look really junior, bad who other than uh, Franklin Roosevelt, the greatest American who wasn't like, you know, in government, it would be so, always talked about these Christians that use the Bible to demonize blacks mm-hmm. as the children of Ham, to deny them their civil rights and everything, to deny the centrality of that book, Bible, being used as an act of oppression mm-hmm. and to deny that Christ is a Jew. In his entire lifetime, Christ was a Jew. He didn't create a Christian religion. Right. He right. didn't create a Christian religion. The Christian religion wasn't even created until three hundred some odd years later uh, by the Armenians. That's the first Christian church. I mean, you got Saul of Tarsus slumping the tub. It would have been a cult of Judaism, part mm. of Judaism. Mm-hmm. But uh, to hear this stuff, mm-hmm. and then to say, "Oh, you're talking about a Bible," you know, and you know, and it's the Obama economy, which he's—it was going to uh. go into a natural recession. According to Jeff Cassell and others, right? But he just keeps stringing it out to try to get the recession that's going to hit till after his
1: election, yeah. and but
6: it might hit in spring or something. It's going to be disastrous.
1: There were uh, th- there was economic data today that you know the new job the newest job creation numbers, not the one the ones that Mike was referring to, but the ones that came out today were not great. They weren't terrible. But we're they, talking
6: but, about Nick Jobs, too. but they're
1: right, but they're they're not great they lost uh,
6: manufacturing. It's never coming back.
1: Right. Which it, is sad. And, and part of that is due to the tariffs, and the, the our agricultural sector is getting killed. So I, it's a little hard to give Trump a lot of credit for a great economy when the economy, I think, would be better. And I think most economists would agree with that. The economy if it went would. into would, a would, mild recession. Well, but the economy would also be greater if it weren't for this stupid, pointless trade war that there's just no reason yeah, to it be that's doing That's slowing this. down other economies. Absolutely. Well, and our own. And our own. The Jeff, farmers are getting killed. Uh, Jeff Cassell has been taught,
6: writing about this on oh, I know. Facebook, but he won't come on and talk about
1: farms, it. Farming bankruptcies are at record numbers right now, they're getting killed. And so it's really hard to sit here and say, oh, Trump is doing a great job yeah, but he's defending on the economy. White- he's wiping out the farmers in the Midwest. He's Who wiping cares? them out. He's killing them. Who cares? So, uh, so I'm, the sorry. Stock I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Great. But yeah, and, I'm glad And that- he's defending white Christian
6: America. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And Mike just said uh, that we really weren't going to go to Alabama. Here, here's Mike. <laughs> I have a magic Sharpie, too. Here's
1: Mike. Oh, let and- me put the camera on you. There we go. So, oh, the lo- oh, oh, the lot,
6: oh, the line's going right around Mike. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't think it would hit him. Where yeah. is he? I didn't know that Mike was in Manchester.
1: <laughs> I think he there said he's go. in, uh, he's in Wyndham.
6: Oh, well, you know, so, he's heading towards Wyndham, but it knocked him here, right?
1: So I, I really, uh, I, you know, even though we disagree, I really like Mike and I always appreciate his calls. I did not like what he said about you, though. I want to be on record about that. I didn't like what he what well, he said dead, to you. You know
6: when he said trivialization, that was, you
1: a veteran. Well, no, I'm referring to what he called you. I didn't like
6: that. Well, a veteran gets that triggered. Was a, that was out of line. That's why you shouldn't have a Bible up there. Right. Get,
1: we easily get triggered. Yeah. That that
6: wasn't. Well, he was. just was saying it, and the you know. I know. I in didn't,
1: the heat of it. I, I know. Oh, I know that. And and he's he's a good guy, and he has a good heart, and he I, he'll never, he didn't do. he didn't mean it, but I but I, I just I didn't like that he said that. But. Well, I got triggered. Yeah. Yes, well, you you do get uh, triggered at
6: times, and how, huh? Huh? <laughs> That's one of the reasons they shouldn't have a damn Bible up there, because mm. yeah, some t- veteran on the other side will get triggered, right? But they, what Mike won't let you, uh, let me say, is a, a veteran put a text, a Jewish prayer book, a Wiccan book, a empty notebook, and something else. I'm not sure. Could be Hindu or Buddhist, and it was immediately taken off because right. under the direct control, it's not under local control. I don't to I, and
1: I don't think Mike realizes this part. Because he in, in, in fairness to him, I don't think he understands. Yeah, but why does he read about it before he starts uh, talking about? it Well, and yeah, that, that's it. that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think he realizes that part because he kept saying, "Well, if if it's open to all religions to put a book there, he doesn't realize but it." He's calling no, it's in, not.
6: Why did you guys talk about how wonderful Trump is?
1: I know. Well, you know, Mike, I don't lead my life that the you know the
6: stock market is the arbiter of all good money because yeah. I'm a Christian, and uh, although it's hard to say that sometimes, mm-hmm. money's yeah. the root of all evil. Even I, and I don't have any money, Mike. I'm a disabled. If you saw what I got from the government. Yeah, it's pretty sad because they deny everything when you're putting into the Veterans Benefit Administration. The VHA, which is the Veterans Laws, try to get you better. <laughs> the VBA tells
1: you to go take a flying uh, leap. Um, I do know one thing uh, Trump did do for veterans, which I, I thought was a good thing. Uh, recently, he signed into law the uh, – uh, Oh, we talked about it because you were joking about you should have gone to law school, um, the uh, uh, debt forgiveness on college loans for veterans. Oh, yeah. Well, which which is a good thing. That's a good thing. I, I'll give Trump credit for that. I'm glad he did that. Can I tell the Al Baldessaro story, or do we have time? We have uh, about three and a half minutes. Well, I'm up there.
6: Chris Pappas is doing great. Uh, he's on the Veterans Committee. He's completely you know, taken over from Carol J. Porter, who is a stalwart defender in the Manchester VA. We're up at a... Uh, you know, a meeting at the uh, Manchester Veterans Center in Hooks where people were talking about, you know, the services and everything. And uh, they were talking about this bill Carol Shea Porter introduced because some of the vets, uh, you know, talked about it, giving veterans in the in the VHA system, Veterans Health Care System, uh, dental benefits because dental health is so important, you know, like mm-hmm. con- contribute to heart attacks, so you have to poor dental health. Yeah. Some of the guys got, you know, you only get it if you're 100%. Even if you're ninety or seventy, and then they're saying, "Why doesn't the uh, you know all oh, this fifty-five sponsors?" Chris put the bill in again. They're all Democrats, not one Republican, and these guys are Trump-loving you know, mm-hmm. Republicans. Even though they respect Chris, they do because and Carol because they knew they worked for. Her. Yeah, and they say, "Well, uh, you know what, what." Uh, the president uh, – nobody's telling the president about this, and that's why it's not anybody's – uh, you know, why well, well, it's not getting done. It's not being put in the president. Finally, I said after everything broke because they were talking to one of Chris Staffers, I said, well, you have Al Valdezero a friend of Trump. He acknowledged him yet again here during the rally, which I uh, said good things about Trump, if you remember, which Mike never for- always forgets. Yep. In the heat of his psychosis. He, uh, a little tit for tat, And uh, – <laughs> How these Trump people got, uh, I know, you know triggered. I but know. so I said, why don't why don't you go uh, have Al talk to him? And the guy just ignores me. I said, yeah, just treat silent. He says, oh, what'd you say? I said, well, why don't you have Al Balderaro talk to Trump? We'll have to tell him about it. He says it's not that easy. Yet during the entire like public presentation, oh, they're, oh, the president hasn't heard about. You no know, he's <laughs> like, a, oh, if only he knew. But, yeah. Come <laughs> right, <on>. right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
6: I mean, they treat this guy like he's he's uh, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, know, yeah. like not Jesus Christ, because Jesus he could never be Christ. Like yeah. he's uh, the Jehovah that uh, you know that they pray in the Psalms. Oh Jehovah, I want you to uh, dash the brains of the children, my enemies, out you know, on stones. Yeah, like he's God on the throne.
1: I know, I know,
6: and that's why that Bible matters because it's a lie, and it's a provocation, it's a manipulation.
1: Not the Bible itself, but the placement at the VA. No,
6: it doesn't matter whether it's a Catholic Bible or Protestant Bible. Agreed. New English this, that, or the other thing, which shows the ridiculousness of saying one Bible represents everything. They claim this represents everybody. Jews, atheists, everything. It's a lie, and it was based on a lie. And if Mike can't realize that lying is offensive, particularly to somebody, you know, like me... I, I feel sorry for you, and you support a a president that's the biggest liar in the history of the United States, or pro- possibly the world.
1: Right. That was quite a segment, and for the record, in case you missed it, Mike Doyle did call back another day, and he and John Hopwood made up, and it was very, very nice, although I did get an email from Mike Doyle while on the air saying, well, you don't have to call it making up. That makes it sound sexual. But anyway, Mike Doyle apologized and John Hopwood also apologized and all was well. We have time for one more clip on this week's best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. But don't forget, you can hear the show live weekdays from 4 to 6 p.m. on WMNH 95.3. We're going to finish up with a returning character to the show, I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's someone we hadn't heard from in a while, but he's back. And uh, I'll just let you be surprised in case you missed it the first time. But uh, this was a lot of fun. Take a listen. Is that the, is that the ghost of uh, John McCain? I have no idea. I haven't seen the ghost in a while. I never actually have seen him, but I've only heard him.
6: Well, that's why they put the Bible up at uh, the Manchester VA uh, Medical Center, because did you know, according to the folks that uh, put it up there, John McCain is a collaborator, a collaborator to keep the remains of the MIAs and the POWs that are still in captivity, to keep them there. It's all part of a conspiracy with the Clintons
1: and the right. Clinton Foundation. Well, the, the thing is, the thing about McCain is... Um, If you love Trump, you must hate McCain. It's very, it's even if you're a POW. Oh, oh, even if you're a POW, professional POW lover. Because it's, uh, it's very much like high school. So the cool kid who is Donald Trump, if he says I don't like that guy, then you can't like him either. So, so, even those who, at one time, might have revered and respected John McCain as soon as Trump came along and said, "I don't like that guy," then they all said, oh, "Okay, I guess we can't like him either and they, and they and no longer would they let McCain eat lunch at the cool table or let the president be
6: anywhere near a ship uh, named him right Yes, yes. now do you think that's part of this like uh chain of events up at the Manchester VA Medical Center where Vice President Pence is passing along along a lie. About this Bible having gone, you know, through this incredible ordeal in World War II, when actually it was given to him, the World War II vets, by his mother. Since it looks like a 1957 edition, it's probably when he got. Home. Like I said, the, the uh, union leader reports. Oh, he said he got it uh, when he got home from his mother. She never said, you know, got it in 1945, 46. So if it was 57, he could have got it then. But they are pretending on the the. President Trump's favorite antidote to fake news, Fox News, mm. they put this story out. And uh, I just think that uh, missing in action, POW table. Actually, they call it the missing man table because you can only be a real American and a real veteran and a, and a real Republican, I guess, unless you're a man, particularly a well, white Christian yes. man. Well, or, well, know, well, Well,
1: that's well, obvious. You don't even have to say that. I mean, that's. I think that's, we all know that, that's clear.
6: So perhaps this mm. could be a little uh, stunt from, in many reasons, but one of them could be to atone, if that's uh, a word, uh, we could ask Fred Bonig if it, the, the atonement is, or, because Gary Hopper's not here to actually tell
1: us what being a Christian is. The Honorable Gary S. Hopper, yes. And
6: uh, that they're atoning for, uh, we know that Donald Trump, being God, God Almighty, God on the throne down in Washington, mm-hmm. who's going to have, they're just going to take Lincoln out of that. Da- well, they should just blow up that Lincoln in his chair. He's the one who freed African Americans. I mean, slaves, mm-hmm. which was a good thing, and that's what caused all, all the trouble.
1: Ideally, what they uh, what they should also do is chisel Lincoln off the uh, uh, the. Uh,
6: uh, uh, the uh, was it Joel said that it's? Uh, 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 remember, you were on the show too, because Vika had the shirt. She had gone to South Dakota. And uh, Mount Rushmore, Saint Rushmore. Remember, oh, saint Rushmore. S- uh, Joel said he wanted to have his profile on, on, saint, on Rushmore. saint Rushmore. You know the famous Armenian yes, saint who used yes. to go around carving yes. U.S. presidents everywhere. Yeah. First of all, they ought to get rid of the Lincoln Memorial because you know he's the one who caused all the race problem. Mm-hmm. Everything was fine before the War of the Rebellion, and put a, but keep that basic design of that big throne he's sitting on. Mm-hmm. But I would make it as big as a tr- the biggest Trump Tower, right? and have Donald, the Donald sitting in it. And well, obviously. There could be a pole on the back, you know, so. And I honestly, a pole I dance. mean. dance.
1: And as far as Lincoln, too, I mean, you know, that beard. Some passe. That beard, uh, very off-putting, in my opinion, Lincoln's beard. I agree. You know, it's yeah. just, it was
6: just a campaign stunt.
1: Right, right. And uh, that would be a good first step towards healing
6: the country, Mm -hmm. and bringing everybody together to worship at the throne of Donald Trump. Well,
1: they should do ideally, too, with Mount Rushmore. Actually, they should— St. Rushmore. They they should chisel everyone off of it and and just have it be Trump. That's a grand idea. Trump, Eric, Ivanka, and uh, and Don Jr.
6: A future president of the United States. Yes, yes.
1: How great would that be? That would be perfect. I'm getting goose pimples just thinking about it. Yeah.
6: You know, I also think it's Stone Mountain in Georgia, which I've actually seen. I was there 4th of July. Stone Mountain, Georgia, home of Jake the Snake Roberts, where they have, you know, uh, rebel leaders like Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. Somehow they ought to carve a horse there with Donald Trump leading, you know, let's say I know the Trump family wasn't here. They were in Germany avoiding uh, military service. You know, that's one of the Trump family traditions. Right. But yes. they could have, you know, a mythical. No wonder veterans love him so much. A mythical, which is good as reality in mm-hmm. the, the Donald Trump world, a mm. mythical Donald Trump the first leading the charge at Gettysburg, which, of course, South won. you know, with General Trump. Mm, he yes. Trump. He trumped the the egg, Yes, know? yes. And he won his the first Medal of Honor ever given. Very I exciting. Think that should be just blasted right into there, preferably yeah. with one of the small nukes that uh, Putin has offered uh, Donald Trump.
1: You know, you can alter uh, reality. It can all be done. If you remember uh, back when uh, Sarah Palin was a vice presidential candidate, uh, oh, I remember that well. I She would uh, her. Yeah, she would say uh she
6: exci- she's excited. she eh?
1: excited, I bet she did, but she would say uh, incredible thing. You know, I always uh say she reminds me of like a Hooters waitress with learning disabilities. But Rightier. she, but, she would, but, but 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 yes, but she would say these uh r- ridiculous them. things and then uh her uh, her fans would actually go on Wikipedia and try to edit historical pages on Wikipedia to reflect what sarah palin had said and that and that's a hundred like i'm not saying that to be funny oh my god they (laughs) would actually go on wikipedia and try to edit edit the pages and now why don't people do that for trump why does no one do that only 11 years ago they had a magic sharpie yes they could have succeeded that would be great hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this
8: oh hello everybody Uh, hello
1: guys oh it's uh easy g the man with the guns Uh, and the pectoral huh? <laughs> He is Too very sexy. sexy his mm, Yes. we got to play his theme music, of course. It's easy g His time oh, yeah. is now. <laughs> <laughs> can we have a bit? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no. What's up? MF. Your time is up. My time is now. Now
6: You
5: can't see me. My
1: time is are you flexing, EZG? Uh, no. Come Easy on, G's. Matt, join me. Easy G's always flexing. <laughs> oh my goodness, what are you oh, doing God. over there? You're out of control. <laughs> What's up? Well,
6: my lower body doesn't yeah, work. I'm, no. de- I'm definitely
8: my- a, 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 a John McCain fan and not a Trump fan.
6: Right, yes. i met
8: John McCain, I tell you. What.
6: I interviewed him. This is all about me right now. Matt? Mm. What? No, you didn't. Did you? Were you wearing what? a muscle yeah, shirt? These,
8: yeah, next time I come in the studio, I'll to bring the photo in. I, all the I, I, follow, I follow, uh, Sorry, the king of all parts. blew it, blew it, it farts? up for me. I'll bring it in next time I uh, see you. It's probably him, like and this. I met him yeah. at the uh, probably a couple years ago <laughs> when uh, another. Oh yeah, last time they were running for president in 2016, I believe. Yep, over at Veterans Park when it was the uh, one of the. Um,
6: when it was uh, called Trump, before it was called Trump, in though. town mm.
8: Thursday night concerts, I believe. Oh no, it was Saturday when they were doing Saturday concerts back there.
6: Where the bathrooms open then? Saturday yeah. in the
8: park, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Fourth oh, of July.
6: No Chicago. You don't like
8: Chicago? And I said, no. uh, "Thank you for your service," and he said, "Thank you very much." And uh, I knew I had a chance to meet him because I said, "The, uh, the, uh, who knows when next time I'll see him?" You know.
6: Was his wife oh, around? Now he he's n- now he he's dead. So. That's right. Yeah. Did you meet his wife?
8: I was very, I was very happy to um, to meet him.
6: Did he see Bob Miranda? What? <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed him twice. You know, he's he was a good interview. He was a re- he was a real person. Yeah, I'd yeah. About to well, him, but I disagree with him. He's an American was. hero until I not an American hero. It wasn't there? You're not a hero. Yeah. Get friggin' getting shot down. Oh, you agree with Trump on that? Well, you're not. Oh,
8: Surviving, crazy. Uh, Surviving. like prisoners that I captured. What? Wait. Well, how she, he? He should speak any about, anyways, about any of that stuff because he never, he never fought in any war.
6: No, he's four F.
1: But it doesn't matter. The, doctor, the veterans
6: love him. If anything.
1: The veterans do love him. He is—he uh, is a great hero to, to veterans. And how do you know why. he didn't serve in the war? That's fake news. John McCain. Oh, he's back! Look what you guys did! You summoned the ghost of John McCain. That's what happens. I have a clear record of bipartisanship. Oh, that's what happens. I don't he's think he's so a hero. I'm very
6: happy with where we are.
1: All right, bye bye, EZG. I
6: don't think John McCain is a hero. See, you, do t- you have the clip that answers that. See, that's you d- very hurtful. Well,
1: that—that uh, would be crazy. Maybe. Yeah, see. That's what happens when you start talking like that. You summon his ghost. I
9: strongly disagree with your assertion.
1: See, up yours. <gasps> that is very. That's very I can't hurt. believe oh, you. That's we have so that I'm a big boy. Oh yeah. See, is that
6: the? Was that the Peter White saying that?
1: Those kind of remarks are very hurtful.
6: No, that was the oh, ghost I'm, of John McCain. I'm, I'm sorry, ghost of John. Well, McCain. Well, now, you no,
1: know, uh, I'm just. But, you know, I'm. I'm in a learning moment. What was the uh when you mentioned the the C word, was that a reference to the story that he once publicly called Cindy McCain the C word? Yeah, he called her Cindy. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, he's, he he's, Or did
6: he call her Marsha? He was mad at Is this her. Just the morning show. Marsha, Marsha, no. Marsha.
1: No, he's very upset with uh he's very upset with uh Cindy about something. You know that
6: Greg Brady has his own uh show on Whoops. one of these one of these obscure uh uh Cable TV channels. I think it has to do with cars, old
1: cars. Oh.
6: I'll have to uh, ask Peter. Yeah. Peter, around? Peter. I have cigarettes.
1: Oh, is that how you... Uh, I prefer to call them cigarettes. Is that how you summon uh, Peter? No, I, that would have to be, a be- a beer and, oh. and cigarettes. He's got his own uh, things to I worry about. I uh, definitely... I have herpes. He's got his own things to worry about. So.
6: A hairpiece? You know, Joel always thought everybody had a hairpiece. He tried to grab uh, Joe LaVasse's hair.
1: <laughs> I don't, that's true. I don't think that's what he said. I definitely. uh, have I ha- have hepatitis. Oh, I thought he said he had a hairpiece. No. Do you? The first clip he had said, "I have a hairpiece." You just not? I listened? definitely. Uh, I tonight, swamp ass. Why don't you? Pay- I have tinnitus. Pay attention. He is I definitely.
6: uh, I have osteoporosis.
1: Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? It's Scumpy. Oh, hello, hello guys. Jeff Scumpy Lorenz, haven't uh seen or heard from you in a dog's age. We have your you're
6: here though in spirit and your Scumpy license plate from from 1297, yeah, which right. is a very good year. Were you a Viking back then? A Viking.
1: Oh yeah, 1297. No. Well, he's got the
6: hair. Yeah,
9: for I it. I was listening, someone was I think it was Gonzo the other day, uh, yesterday morning was telling me that the Brady Bunch, we're talking about Greg Brady, they have they have a new yes. show. And it's all the kids, and they're remodeling the old house. They're putting a second floor on it, and they're selling it. I don't know. I don't know what channel it's on or anything, but...
6: Is Cindy I turning tricks? Kind
9: of, I don't know, man. I, I, have you guys seen anything about that,
1: she making pornographic films in the rumpus room? I seem to remember there being a discussion about that on the morning show. That requires a cool hand at the tiller.
9: Or is it Gonzo just making things up? I don't know. <laughs>
6: Yeah, well, I, I maybe in I the spirit totally of disagree with your assertion in the spirit of like Donald it, Trump though. that he's making things up. Do you have a sharp <laughs> magic sharpie, uh, Scumpy? Ooh, how fun! A who? A magic sharpie, Scumpy. Do you possess a magic sharpie, Scumpy? Like when you're you're writing your music and you got whatever the sheet is with a big G clef oh, or exactly the G string, right. no. you just magic sharpie it, and then you got a great hit. Uh, it's called the, the Magic Sharpie. Yeah, it's called the uh, Who's the guitarist? Uh, uh, I do uh, Led not. Zeppelin. I can't remember. Jimmy Page. It's called the Jimmy, Jimmy Page, Page School of Songwriting. Just re- <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> Where all that music comes from, it's kept the playing. and No, no, I am, uh,
9: Yeah, well, I do, I do write, that, um, I do write songs on a couple of different guitars that I like more than others.
6: You know, that's an interesting statement, isn't it? But anyway. Have you ever borrowed uh, music from another uh, artist and pretend it was your own?
9: No, I have not. I've um, taken influences and and worked kind of like some, you know, certain different chords and stuff and mixed them around and made my own kind of, you know, it's different. You know, it's, uh, you can use influences, uh.
6: How many lawsuits? They kind of
9: give the, you a melody and different chords
1: and stuff, but Jimmy Page. Uh, oh, Led, Led Zeppelin is the most uh, sued, band. most sued band in history. <laughs> it's Absolutely, like a complete list. I, it's I, I I learned about that from uh our, love. our friend uh, Paul Cormier. Just how many times Led Zeppelin has been sued? They even stole. Not not only did they steal from the old blues guys. Yeah, whole lot they love. actually stole a song from Joan Baez. Who steals from Joan Baez? Scumpy, you wouldn't steal from Joan Baez, would Jeff you? Jeff has tried you to find you. You know
9: who? Uh, you know who covered a song from Joan Baez? Diamonds and Rust is Judas Priest. No kidding. I didn't realize that. Diamonds and Rust is actually a Joan Baez song, but um, Judas Priest does it way more, uh, I mean, way better. It's. it's I yes. mean, we, do it, we actually do the Judas Priest version uh, live.
6: You know, Joan oh. Baez isn't a, a... Joan bi- Baez. She doesn't identify in a binary way, or at least she did like 20, 30 years ago.
9: I'll tell you, listen, mm. to, listen to Diamonds and Rust off Unleashed... Not in the afternoon, but unleashed in the east. <laughs> yeah, Judas Priest, uh, diamonds and rust, and you'll hear Joan Baez. Oh, diamonds and rust, and it's a Joan Baez song, and it's a great song. Wow,
1: Scumpy so that uh, is your opinion.
9: You're if a you do- can play that one at the five o'clock hour, Matt. Uh, Matt,
1: that's a great idea. That's we, a song. We may do that. Now, yes. Scumpy,
9: you're a Donald Trump do, do supporter. It up, unleashed in the east. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Judas Priest, unleashed in the east, diamonds and rust.
1: Okay. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to play that at 5 o'clock. Scumpy, do you think that the President Trump
6: uh, has any plans to send Joan Baez, who is Mexican, back?
1: I do not. Oh, okay.
6: Well, was that, I, was that I don't scumpy, know. Man. I can, or... can barely hear you guys. I'm going to have to let you go. Was that Scumpy or was that the ghost of John McCain? That was
1: the ghost of John McCain. Oh,
6: I thought it was Scumpy. It,
9: yeah, It's the ghost of Scumpy. No, no, I'm still alive. I think oh, we should boy. send
6: the ghost of John McCain back. So back, uh, yes. Back where? Uh, you, you back back to the fourth floor. <laughs> mm. Norm, where are you when we need you? Wow,
1: probably getting <laughs> <a>
9: speeding. <ticket. laughs> it's all good. I was going to stop by, but I just didn't quite have the time. I'm on my way down to practice
6: now.
1: Oh well, you should uh, should stop by. Yes, but you should. Uh, well, before you go, Scumpy, you should plug your next uh, your next show and uh, and oh, and give us an update on the acting.
9: Oh yeah, we got uh, all the acting. I got uh, the. the... September 29th, I'm doing a shoot.
6: With Cindy it's Brady? It's called
9: Fair Fight, and it's a fight. It's actually an affair, fight. but it's based on that, that. last movie I was in, they're doing a series with it now. So I'm going to be a reoccurring, uh, you know, guy in that. Excellent, so, excellent. That's uh, September 29th, that shoot.
6: He resembles and
1: Ron then, Jeremy um, a
9: bit. October 5th, <laughs> we're playing at the Pit, Pit Road out in uh, Concord.
1: October 25th? October fifth oh October fifth I'm sorry you got I don't my know. disease now. and then october
9: well october twenty sixth we're doing the um the Davion snowshoe club we're doing their Halloween party kidding. Okay. and then uh at the getaway we're doing their Christmas party in December, so
1: very nice very nice and we're
9: looking we're we're looking to get on this um uh recycled percussion they're doing a big party in Laconia oh yeah. We might be one we might get on that bill we're That'd working be great. on it now, yes.
1: Well, that would be amazing. There's Supposed
9: to be thousands of people there. The biggest fireworks ever in the state. They said, and so I'm working on trying to get that, uh, getting us in that gig. That'd be nice.
6: No doubt.
7: Oh, you yeah. exactly right.
6: Now, would you consider playing a gig uh, uh, that for uh, presidential can- candidate uh, William Weld, the former governor of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts?
9: His wife. No, I would play with, for Trump though.
6: <laughs> you. So you would refuse yeah. a gig for with William Weld. I want no, I that. would. I, so, wouldn't, I would. I would probably do it. Yeah. He's going to bash for Donald
9: Trump. It, it's though. It's publicity. I play play with any of those guys. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's nation national publicity. So,
1: of course, yes, you'd be uh, foolish not to. i mm, will no tell is... them
9: I love them, and then I play, and then I vote for Trump.
1: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's smart. I mean, not the voting for Trump part, but the rest of it. Yeah. Imagine your new bathroom: a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall—all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over two million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess—guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at BathFitterPodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter: 35 years of better bath remodels.